Oh, sorry. We got to do an intro now talking about shaving my balls. <laughs> Get myself date ready for tomorrow. Oh, man. Or today I, when this airs. Holy shit. Well, I hope that you guys are ready for this fucking episode because it's a fucking hot one. But before we get into it, real quick, guys, laughable. Awesome fucking app, the first and only app where you can not only favorite your favorite podcast, but also your favorite artists. It also gives you push notifications, so it lets you know which whatever you had favorited will pop up on your hand dandy phone. Unfortunately, it's coming soon for Android, so if you can't listen on Laughable for whatever fucking reason, there are other ways that you can listen to us. You Slayer. can listen to us on DemonCRadioNetwork.com at 8 o'clock Eastern. 5 p.m. Pacific. I got two weeks in a row. Boom. Oh, oh shit. That's, see, you need a prize. <laughs> I need a fucking prize. I'm going to try to get my prize tonight, yo. Yo, hey, hey, hey. So there you have it, guys. Laughable or DemonSeedRadioNetwork.com. So this week's episode, we have Dino Casares from Fear Factory. Asesino. And Asesino. And Buruja. Brujaria. 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 I was going to totally butcher that. I and did totally butcher that. That's okay. If, if anybody listening right now has no idea what the fuck that means, you're just going to have to keep listening to find out what exactly that means. But anyways, Dino and I go way back, um, so it was kind of fun to have him on the show. Really excited for you guys to, to have a listen. No, this, was, this show was... Okay. Little backstory. Fear Factory is a band I've been into since high school. Yes. So I did my best job not geeking out while we did this. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, wait. I don't want to spoil it. You guys are going to have to keep listening if you want to know whether or not Matt here fucking geeks out or not. <laughs> but the stories Dino tells on this episode, unreal. Amazing. For a married man, he told some shit. God, yeah. Uh, stay tuned. Just because it ran a little short was not because we wanted it to end. Yeah, they had they had stuff to take care of. Stay tuned. Enjoy one of the favorite episodes that we ever fucking did. Yes, I agree. All right, we're 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 done t- cock teasing you. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> cock tease. <laughs> <laughs> Keep listening, motherfuckers. Party up. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Before we get too far into it, so yes. Dino, what are you doing with your beer? Okay, well, I have a Corona here, and uh, I like to give my beer a little bit of flavor. So what I do is I throw this thing called a saladito, which is basically it's a it's a dried plum, uh, and then they, they 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 kind of bake it with chili on it. So I put it in there, and it gives it a chili flavor. Mm. So that's why it looks like you see a little bit of the red around the rim yeah. and stuff like that. It's kind of like a, a michelada. In a I was way. gonna say, like, like a yes. Michelada. Okay, like a michelada. But I've been doing this for a long time before they were putting out the michelada cups. But now that I've, mm. now that they're making those cups, you've probably seen them at every liquor store, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take them everywhere. I usually take them anytime I'm going to a bar or a party or something like that. People are like, damn, you love those things, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, they're only like ninety nine cents. It's got chili around the rim of the cup, and it comes with chili that goes inside. You pour a little bit of chili, you pour a couple of beers in there, and it's great. Sounds yummy. <laughs> I, like to, every day, sure. I like to add a little spice to my drink. 
if you know what I, I mean. I don't, I'm not really a big liqueur kind of guy. I no. do like um, like tequila, of course. But even tequila, I like to put a little lemon and salt inside the tequila and mix it up. Ah. And then I do a shot. I don't put it on my hand or well, or all that stuff. Speaking of spice, we we just had um, well, not just recently, but a couple few episodes ago, we had a sponsor, a tequila sponsor, who nice. gave us a um, ghost tequila, which is like ghost pepper and nice. That sounds tequila. good. That sounds really we, good. Oh, it's really good. Or is it? Uh, we drank it all. <laughs> <laughs> if we planned like, this a little better, I would have yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. For when you're back, we will have a bottle for you. <laughs> yeah, because okay. that we we made spicy margaritas and. See, I'm into that. I'm nice, into that. Yeah. My buddy Jose from SiriusXM, mm-hmm. he uh, infuses uh, uh, cucumbers and um, jalapenos, Ooh. and he ferments them into Cuc- tequila. In a, in a in more of a liqueur type of tequila called Riazul, I guess he's sponsored by that, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. he ferments it with that for a few days, and then he puts it with ice, and it tastes really good. It's more of a sweeter type of drink, but it's good. Yummy! That sounds good. That does sound really good. Really yes, good. it does. So it is really good. All I have is bland old whiskey. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people like it straight. They don't like you know no other bullshit. Ice. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> A nice bit, yeah. Mine, I'm not drinking so much. I'm not even sure what that is. Um, I'm drinking whiskey. What kind of whiskey are we drinking tonight? Oh, uh, we have some larceny tonight. Oh, yeah, larceny. Okay, I've drank larceny before. Um, I like to drink my whiskey with ginger beer. Okay. So, um, I my favorite is Bundaberg, which is like an Australian um, ginger beer. That mixed with whiskey is pretty good for me. Although I, like I do it. like Fireball. <laughs> I, I, I discovered it a few years ago uh, I was mm-hmm. in England And we were playing this show um, In Nottingham England. Oh, okay Yeah, so we were playing the show And then after the show We happened to meet this bartender guy And he goes I have this bar down the street Come down, we'll give you guys free drinks We're like, sure So we go down there And he's like And he goes, what do you want to drink? I go, Corona And he goes, dude, you gotta try this And he gave me a shot of Fireball And I'm like I don't really like liqueur type stuff. Uh, you know, it's like a cinnamon whiskey, right? And I was like, I don't really like it. And I'm like, I did the first shot. And I'm like, oh my God, I want more. <laughs> I want more. We got so wasted that we, we, you know, he's the owner of the bar. We ended up taking him on our bus and taking him to the next town. Oh, wow. It's fucking awesome. Because he brought another bottle, like That's a big bottle. Rad. Everybody was just fucking wasted out of their mind. We, we, were, I, we were hung over the next day. It was like, yeah. It was oh, yeah. brutal. Is it, didn't, Ghost tequila, aren't they the same people that yeah. made? Um, well, Richard. So, Rich, okay. My buddy Richard, who is one of the co-owners of Ghost Tequila, he's the guy who originally marketed Fireball for the U.S. Wow. Yeah. Well, give me his number. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> yeah. We, Ghost Tequila sounds amazing. We yeah. actually, we actually did one episode where one of the girls that we interviewed, she, um, she wanted, she likes Fireball, so she was mm. like. I'm getting a bottle of Fireball. Let's do it. And so then I drank Fireball that whole episode. <laughs> that was fun. That was a really actually that was when I broke I broke my pinky, and she said it for me. And so I just was downing shot after shot of, of Fireball. And then I was like, okay, fix it for me. We <laughs> set Andy's finger on air. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, by the way, uh, don't you want to compliment on her beautiful dress she's wearing today? <laughs> She's Thanks, a, guys. <laughs> a, I'm not sure a lot of people can't visually er, yeah, see yeah. all this, but we're gonna do a full photo shoot with her. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. Trying to channel my inner Wednesday Adams, you know, kind of. <laughs> yeah, thing. that's the. This yeah, kind of look like Wednesday that. Wednesday Adams. Yeah, I was just. It was funny because I was watching. Um, 
uh, the original Adams family the other night, and then I was like, I have that dress, and then was trying to figure out what to wear for this, you know, little swanky little art show that I'm going to after after we were done recording, and I was like, I'll wear that fucking dress. So, and I, I'm I'm not sure if uh, any of the listeners here really know how we know each other, really. No, probably you know, a lot of people story. don't know. Yeah, um, a good friend of mine, a guy named Logan Mater, he used to be in a band called Machine Head. Yes, um, used to have this engineer that worked with him. His name was Damien, and. Uh, she was living with him at the time. Yeah, when Damien's they were working on, they mm-hmm. were working on one of our records uh, called "The Industrialist" um, with Fear Factory, and um, that's how I met her. Yeah, yeah. They would record. They had like a whole recording studio set up and stuff in, in the, the house. garage. Yeah. Yep, in the garage. And then I remembered you'd come through every once in a while. I would see you, and yeah, that's so. That's going on like, fuck, man. That was twenty twelve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Time 2012 flies. it was Time i actually flies. saw you guys on the industrialist tour in vegas that, wow like small little place way off strip adrenaline club well it's called uh it was called the cheyenne saloon at that cheyenne time. saloon yeah yes a friend of ours owns that place so we promised him that we would do shows there for him so that's what we did it was a great show hell I remember you were actually walking across the parking lot to go to McDonald's, and me and my buddies tried. Are you to sure it was? I sure it was. Maybe to use the bathroom. Yeah, no, it was. It was probably to use the bathroom because <laughs> the bathroom in there is not exactly the. No. Uh, I've tried using the bathroom there, and you know, unfortunately, sometimes people are like, "Hey, man, I saw you one time. You're in there trying to take a shit, and some guys in there asking you questions, and you're like, yeah, uh, I'll go to McDonald's where does like the door can lock, or somebody doesn't bother me in there." Oh, we tried to bother you across the parking lot. We're, like, <laughs> we're going for barbecue, man. You want to come with? <laughs> We really hollered at you from the window. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't expect you to. You have thousands of cities under your belt. Yes. How long ago was that? 2012. Oh, shit. Yeah, five years yeah, ago. Yeah, five years ago. <laughs> five years ago. One random stop in Vegas, some asshole yelling from a car. I don't expect you to. <laughs> well, we get, we get a lot. I get a lot, no matter where I go. It's like, if it's like, if it's a hot, you know, a lot of times, you know, if me and my wife go to like this really nice high-end restaurant, like nobody will know who I am, or at least I think that, but then... The guy prepping, the Mexican guy prepping the cook, you know, back there, he'll come out and say, like, oh, Dino Casares, oh, you know, <laughs> and then uh, I'll be like, here I am in this fancy, swanky restaurant having some nice steak dinner, and the, the prep cook knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it happens everywhere. Even my, even my wife's mother, my mother-in-law, she gets it. Uh, she gets it too. Oh, you know, your oh, son-in-law's right. Dino. Like, wow. <laughs> How do you know Dino? So she's, so she's kind of famous now too. So I think it's funny. She's on Facebook. 82 years old is on Facebook. Oh my God. Wow. wow. <laughs> Holy shit. But it's pretty funny. It's cute. Yeah. That is kind of cute. That is kind of cute. What's like the craziest like, um, like kind of situation that you've been in where someone recognized you that you can remember? I, I can't remember. I don't know. It, it's so common yeah it's yeah it's so we were just talking about that the other day like how well it reminded me because we were just talking about on the last episode about how driving to vegas or whatever how do oh okay here's a creepy one um i'll just briefly mention it because i already mentioned it before um i was traveling from la to vegas and some dude i was at a mcdonald's and some dude you know just stopping to use the bathroom whatever and um get a little snack and this dude took pictures of me from like behind you can even see in the pictures because he sent me the pictures he emailed me the pictures and I'm like, why is he emailing me pictures? That's so creepy. <laughs> like On Facebook email. Yeah, like he, he sent me an, a real like a regular email 
and was like, oh, you're so hot even while you're eating french fries. And then it was like you could see the little pillar that he was trying to hide his phone. And it was pictures of me stuffing my face with french fries. And I'm like, that's not attractive. But why are you sending me pictures of myself? I don't understand. It was really creepy. <laughs> I'm sure he was masturbating them to him somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I get I get that a lot, too. I've mm-hmm. had people send me pictures of me just walking down the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like. I, I just am very conscious of it now. Like, okay, somebody's watching me at all times. Yeah. Or somebody can take a picture of me or whatever. So, but yeah. I get I get it. Like, I'm sorry. I, I get, um, like, I've had a, a pilot want to, even on the plane, we're up in the air. Oh, and shit. Yeah, pilot yeah, yeah. comes down yeah. and wants to uh, take a picture with me or the band or whoever. Yeah. Or they'll, like, sometimes a stewardess will say something. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and uh, put your seatbelts on, blah, 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 blah. And we have Fear Factory on the plane. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, thanks. So thanks. we've, yeah, we've got, we've gotten a lot of stuff before. So I'm sure that's great on an international flight. Oh, hey, we're here for 12 hours. Great. Yeah. Can we get another bottle of, uh, you know, my singer likes to drink wine. It's like, oh, so you recognize this. Great. Can I, I can get some more wine. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know? It's got its perks, right? It's, it's got, got its perks. perks yeah. Exactly. Um, we've gotten kicked off planes too from being drunk, things like that. <laughs> oh, I, I gotta hear this. Come on. Well, not necessarily me, but I don't want to mention anybody else. But pe- <laughs> guys in my bands have gotten kicked off planes from being wasted. Oh shit! By marshals, like airplane like marshals. marshals. Yeah, handcuffs. airplane. Yeah, not 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 handcuffs. Just kicked off. Oh man. Oh man. I've done a lot of drunk traveling, and I've never done that one. Really? Like I had a fire marshal tell you, "Excuse me, sir." Amazingly, no. Basically, <laughs> that's never happened. Well, we are one of our drum techs almost got arrested because he passed out in the bathroom while we were landing. <gasps> oh. And the stewardess have keys to open that the bathroom. The bathroom, door. yeah, 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 yeah. So they open him. He's there sitting on the toilet with his pants down, like Ugh. just passed out. Oh passed man! Out, and we begged her not to call the cops. We said, "Well, look, we'll just leave him there. We'll land, and then we'll just uh, you know get him when we're done." So that's what we had to do. Oh, oh shit! So got lucky, yeah. Was it a domestic flight or an international? International flight. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! And they were cool. He had uh, stolen a bottle of. Uh, I don't know how he got it on the plane, but he got it on the plane. But he had a bottle of tequila. Oh wow! And he got it on the plane, and he drank the whole bottle by himself. He probably <gasps> bought it duty free and then opened the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be my guess. Maybe, but they don't give you the duty free till after. Depends. I've been on flights where they just handed you the bag of check in. And then it's supposed to be sealed in the overhead. I don't know. I don't know how he got it, but he had it. And still, he, he, he killed it. He, he annihilated it. a bottle of tequila. He got it. Himself. He drank it. He was wasted. He how long was, was the flight? I don't remember. I think it was coming from Europe. So probably nine hours, 10 hours. Oh, yeah. 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 He had a lot of time to <laughs> exactly a lot drink of time that whole bottle. To drink it, for sure. I'm happy I'm discreet. I've puked on a couple flights. Like I've gotten that wasted work. Really? Uh, 2014 flight to London. I was on Virgin Atlantic and I got wrecked. I was flying by myself, like a 12-hour flight. Oh, that's gonna be really. That's the worst. Too. And they just kept bringing me wine, bringing me wine, and then probably about 20 minutes before landing, I'm like, oh yeah, it's coming up. Ugh. I've never gotten wasted on a plane. I mean, I've had a few beers on a plane, just enough to like knock you out. And yeah, help you, and help yeah. you sleep. But I've never gotten wasted on a plane. I, just never I don't thought. think I've ever gotten wasted on a plane. Surprisingly. Have you ever had anything else happen to you on a plane? <laughs> so that's um, a yes. Annie, uh, yeah. your your listeners want to know. <laughs> your podcast followers. 
I mean, who take pictures of you eating McDonald's fries? Yeah, seriously. Want to know? Ser- well, okay, so. <laughs> I was flying. So yes, it did happen. I, some some some, yeah. uh, some stuff has happened on a plane before, especially like short flights where there's like nobody on the plane. Like you know, flights from here to Vegas, from LA to Vegas. If you depending on like during some the day of the week that you f- decide to fly and what time of day, you you'll end up on a plane where like it's like half empty, like completely half empty. And did you know that like when it's when it's empty like that, if you because what happened was me and the dude that was on the plane, we were like, oh, we'll go sneak in the back because it's not that full. And was it somebody? Hold on. Was it somebody that you knew or somebody that you met? Oh, somebody I knew. <laughs> oh, okay, it's not that fun. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, if it's, it's somebody you, if somebody you just met on the plane, it's not that exciting. Yeah, yeah. that would be really fucking impressive for a forty-five minute flight. Met, you know, became mile high buddies, then landed in forty-five minutes. That'd be fucking. Oh, but I, I, I've got it done in five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. Sure. Meet him, meet, you know, meet him. You know they like you, and then like, okay, we only got five minutes. We got to hurry up. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff happens. I hear stories a lot, a lot, and I, I knew a lot of a couple of people that have done that before, where they, you know, you've got. Um, guys that are like very like oh, i'm gonna fucking go for it and then the girls are just very receptive to it they're like oh okay <laughs> yes well it's you a little know. easier when they know who you are that's true too, that's <laughs> true too. no you know no no I, mean? I don't doubt that yeah for a minute not at all yeah but uh yeah. i used to meet a lot of chicks coming from like when i was doing like a lot of east coast and west coast back and forth flights mm-hmm. i would meet a lot of girls coming back from naughty america Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess, I guess, are they from the East Coast, Naughty America? No, but they, um, they film everywhere. I mean, I don't know if they have, do they film in the? Well, East I met Coast? a few I know, girls. I, know coming, I met a few girls flying from the East Coast to the West. Oh yeah, coming here to come yeah, to work, sure. to come to work, sure. or mm-hmm. have been working. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because people travel from all over to come out here and work and do a little, you know. Well, now, yeah. well, porn is pretty much everybody does porn. It's like so common. We were—it's funny. We were just talking about this earlier. It's like there's so many new girls coming out. It's like I don't—I don't know who the fuck they are. See, that's true too. Like, okay, so I have a funny story to share. My room—I have a new roommate now, and um, he's only been living with me for like two months or whatever. And um, you know, he's recently single, so he's you know doing the whole Tinder thing, whatever. And funny enough, he invites this chick over, and um, I don't know why he did this, but. As he went down to go get her to let her into the building, he like mentions me and he's like, yeah, you know, she used to work in the the adult business, blah, blah. blah. And she's like, oh, that's funny because I I work in porn. I'm a porn star. But she actually, I, has- you know, I, I hold on. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. Go ahead. That, that term. Thank you. Bothers me. That bothers me, too, because she said that <laughs> and she's only been in the business since May. So June, you know, few months and stuff. She's not no star. And so it was just funny how like he, they both come back into the the apartment, and I'm like, oh hi, nice to meet you, today. And he's like, oh, so you guys have something in common? And I'm like, wait, what? And then she's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a porn star, da da da. And I'm like, how long have you been in the business? And she was like, oh, I just started in May. And I'm like, you're a noob. <laughs> Newbie, newbie. And I'm yeah. like, I was in the business for 15 years. <laughs> Um, but it was just really funny because, you know, they're everywhere, especially in LA. You know what I mean? Everywhere you go, sometimes I'll be at the gym or somewhere and I'll be like, she looks like she might be in the industry. You know well, what I mean? I, I mainly know, I mainly see them like when I go to the East Coast or when I go to Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Florida. Florida, yeah. Florida, there's a lot in Florida because there's companies that, sh- that shoot in Florida. So either girls from LA traveling there or girls from Florida coming here. It's like either way, Florida, it's huge. Very, very yeah, huge. Yeah, or, or I know a lot of girls who are from here going to Florida to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 A lot of production down there these days. Yeah. Well, that's where um, 
that one company was originally based out of Reality Kings. Yeah, Reality Kings. Reality Kings. And then they South moved. Florida. Then they moved out here. And there's but so many like there. Kulo ones out there. They call them whatever. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kulo, like the lat, lat, like, Yeah, lat they have like or, six or, street, six street Latina or something. I was on that website. <laughs> six street, like. But you're, but you're not. I guess you, you kind well, of. Well, because people. You're, get, you're considered half Latina. Um, yeah, in a way. I, I got some, you know, some Spanish blood. But well, um, Filipinos are a part. And Fili- exactly, yeah. and it's just funny though because because my, you know, Annie Cruz Land isn't even Cruz my real name, but it's not. It's not. But God. But yeah. I'm fooled the whole time. But <laughs> but people people would in the industry that were like producers and stuff, they would look at Cruz and be like, oh, she must be Mexican. And I'm like, because my last name's Cruz. <laughs> you know what I mean? What made you pick Annie Cruz? So, what made? Because why, why, why? I didn't even pick it, honestly. Um, Somebody gave it to you. So I, because you know, I, I was living in San Francisco. I'm from up north. And um, the the first director producer that ever shot me, he was like, you need to come up with a stage name. And so um, at the time, I was, you know, my, my real name is Frankie. Everybody knows that already that listens to the podcast. Um, it's out there in the open. But um, I, uh, um, at the time, I was going by Franny, you know? And so my, my handle, my online handle was Franny Rotten, kind of like Johnny Rotten, you know? Yeah. And so um, when I was corresponding with him, I was using that email. And so when he was like, you need to come up with a stage name, and I was like, well, I don't know what the fuck to call myself. I don't, you know, I, it's kind of weird. And he was like, well, I got it. Instead of Franny, how about Annie? Because Annie, because I was 18 at the time. He was like, Annie is kind of, um, you know, innocent. It's like an innocent name. You think like a little, little orphan Little Annie. orphan Annie, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's like, so how about <laughs> Annie and then Cruz because you're Filipino? And I was like... Okay, whatever. I just didn't care because I, you know, at the time I didn't, I didn't even when I was shooting for this what guy. Is it spelled like Cruz, like Tom Cruise, or no, C-R-U-Z? no, 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 C R U Z, yeah, with a Z. Mm-hmm. And um, I, uh, at the time, I didn't think that I was gonna <laughs> continue doing anything in the industry. It was kind of like one of those things where I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do this, whatever. And then um, I ended up just keeping the name, and then. <laughs> Have you guys talked about this on the podcast before? No, I don't think I've no, ever. No, not at I don't all. Think it's, I've funny, ever... it's funny how the interview shifted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Welcome to the Dino <laughs> Show. <laughs> Welcome to the Dino Show. <laughs> okay, so I do have another question. What made you get out of the industry? Why What? What? Why the change? Because like you said, you were doing it for a few, f- over the, 10 years. Yeah, over yeah. 10 years for sure. Um, the reason why I got out of it is because I knew I needed an end game. And there's a lot of girls in the business who don't have that. They kind of just think, oh, I'm just going to do this forever. And I knew that I'm, I can't and won't do this forever. I'm not trying to be 50 and doing, you know, granny porn or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Plus the business. S- mega milf, like old That's milf. A totally Gilf. a thing. A Gilf. A Gilf. Yeah, it's Gilf. totally yeah, yeah. a thing. It's oh, yeah, yeah. Totally I know, I know. Yeah, but um, I uh, I just wanted to find an end game. There's other things that I you know aspire to do and have been wanting to do. I have two independent films that are in, um, uh, in post-production right now. Nice. Um, so I like doing anything you could talk about yet. Um, yeah. So one of them horror. Is, uh, one of them is kind of like a thriller. It's like a suspense thriller, nice. like a mystery thriller. It's kind of like um, uh, I want to say Boondock Saints meets Basquiat because it's an art. It's like an artsy kind of film where it's about an Irish artist mm-hmm. who um, stumbles upon a shit ton of money that these guys um, hide like in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And so what ends up happening is when they go back to get the money, they're like, it's gone. So then the surrounding, the adjacent apartments that are surrounding where the money was hidden, they start picking off the individual residents in the apartments to so see who has the money. So what's your role in the movie? I'm the whore next door. <laughs> your... No, I, I, say that, I say that to be funny. So I'm okay. basically, I'm basically the, 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 <laughs> main, the lead actor in the film. Pretty funny she says that though. The lead, the lead actor in the film who plays the Irish painter, who also happens to be my boyfriend, he, um, 
he I'm kind of like his muse. Oh, you got a boyfriend now. I have a boyfriend now. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're gonna make all these podcast listeners very. I, I know. Disappointed. Sad. They know about him. They kind of know, know about, about him. I yeah, talk they're, about they're him like now. they're like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kill him. Let's get rid of him. Um, he, I'm kind of like his muse. So we 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 both live. I live in the apartment across from him. And um, he basically secretly likes to paint me and sketch me, and I don't even know about it. But I like to flirt with him through, you know, the windows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he always sees oh, me with like a different. Home. Yeah, he always <laughs> sees me with like you know have dudes over, and he's always kind of like, ah, oh, you know, like what the fuck. But um, we never actually interact with each other physically in the film. He only just watches me, and I watch him, and then we kind of flirt. Voyeuristic. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't want to. funner. I don't want to give any spoiler alerts, but you know, something happens to where he, the one time he's not looking at me through his window, something bad happens. But, um, there's that. And then I'm shooting the other film that's in post-production, um, is actually based on a true story. It's about, um, this guy who it's funny because it's about porn, but it's very, it's a drama really. Um, with a little bit of comedy, but it's, it's very dark. It's about the true story about this guy who, Wanted to be a famous porn actor, but he was never going to get there. He Why was is like, there always porn bot- still involved? I know. That's yeah, a, that, that's yeah. the thing. A little I'm going legit. I'm a, I'm a little typecast, but <laughs> yeah. but in but the reason part of the reason why they cast me in this is because I knew the guy in person or in no. real life. Excuse me. He what what ended up happening was he um, murdered his friend, and then it's debatable on whether or not he jumped to his death or if LA SWAT had something to do with it. Because if you look at is the, it, who's it about it, you, you wouldn't know who he is cause he was nobody in the business. I mean, if when this movie about, comes what out, about, what's his name? Sledgehammer is, is no, he got Sledge- strangled by cops, right? Sledgehammer. I thought he died cause of something. Um, I thought it was like a, something with his heart or something like that. It, I don't think it had anything to do with the cops though. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Can you look this up um, and confirm? Look it up. No, um, Sledgehammer I was. I could have big... sworn he got strangled by some cops over. Maybe I'm wrong. Domestic violence type thing. I'm gonna have or to like. Something. Yeah, you're gonna have to look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Look but it up. um, but no, this guy. His name was Steve. <laughs> his name was Steve Driver, and um, he was just kind of like a little fucked up in the head, and um, so is this based off something real? This is based on a true story. Wow, nice. And it, and it was interesting because when they actually asked me, I had to. Re- I read the script first because I was like, uh, you know, because I don't like to be typecast, but. Um, when I read the script, I was like, dude, this is like so on point. Cause you know, sometimes people try to like, especially when, when they make films that have anything to do with sex workers or anything that has to do with adult entertainment, it's always a negative, you know, type of, um, representation of the industry and all that kind of stuff where they try to over exaggerate certain things that happened in real life, you know, to make it look worse than what it was. You know of what course, I mean? Of course. Well, you're making a movie and so people want to see, uh, the drama. And yes. The, yeah, it's exactly. gotta be more intense. Yeah. But this one, everything in the script was like, um, to a T, like exactly how that guy was and everything with his story. So it's really sad. It's actually really sad. Like a, they, it has its moments, but um, will these be will these be like uh, independent releases, like Netflix. Will so this one, I'm Cannes not quite. They, they're being very. I think it's gonna go into the festival circuit because the lead actor who plays him, he was actually in the TV show Misfits. I don't know if you're if you're familiar with the TV show Misfits. Uh, I heard of it, but I don't yeah, know. he's yeah, the, I don't know it. Oh well, he's a British actor that's in that, and then the actor that was um, with Tom Hanks in Sully, he's in it as well oh cool yeah nice. um, Max Adler he's in yes. it as well very yeah. cool mm-hmm. okay I got another question for you oh you find we out? have the results yeah so he died of neck trauma, trauma. see I knew it was something weird. Well, but neck wait, trauma. Wait, wait, wait. in an altercation with LAPD so see, it was an altercation <gasps> see I told you 
I don't remember that story. Oh, yes. shit. It's yes. most very likely from leaning, pressing down on him, possibly his neck was hyperextended after being tased. Okay, I remember. Okay, I'm yeah. starting did, to remember did, now. Did it say why yeah, they went the there? Was it because of some sort of domestic violence cause? Or So let me ask you a question. Have you slept with anybody famous? <laughs> has, 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 has anybody asked that on the podcast before? Who, I always ple- I always plead the fifth when they ask me that question. I'm like, I don't want to. P- <laughs> yeah, they were responding to a domestic. Oh. Yes. Yes. Ouch. I read about it a few years ago. It was like three years ago, four years ago. Yes. That's crazy because he was such a big papa bear when I knew him. Like This article's from 2012. That's oh, five so years it was ago. five years ago, yeah. Holy shit. Wow. I knew it was a while ago. I knew, but it, it pops up every once in a while because I know people talk about it every once in a while. It's pretty brutal. But speaking about movies and about mm-hmm. real life, yeah, yeah. Um, one of my first bands that I started when I first came to LA was a band called Brujeria, which means black magic in Spanish. And we kind of based the whole concept of the story about the drug cartels in Mexico. And there was one time we were looking at this newspaper. Mm-hmm. It's called La Opinion, which means the opinion in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And it had this huge picture that uh, showed all these like blood, like pots full of blood and bones and all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff. And it said Brujeria really big. And I was like, that's got to be the name of the band. So we started reading the story about mm-hmm. why they were saying it's Brujeria, black magic. It's because these drug... Uh, cartel guys had this big old operation in Mexico where they were filling these semis full of fucking coke and weed oh, and stuff like that, put them in certain places, and they were trying to bring it across through Texas border. And um, <clears throat> one guy got caught, and he ended up narking out the whole organization. Oh and shit! <laughs> so they went. They went to. They there's a book actually called Hell Ranch. Maybe you could look it up. Hell Ranch. And uh, they call it Hell Ranch because they went there, the cops went there, and they found this ranch, right? Mm-hmm. Huge ranch where they had this big old sheds where they had they were packing the semis and all kinds of stuff. And um, they um, and in the field they found this little shed, and in the shed they found all these dead bodies and body parts. Oh shit! And, like pots full of blood. They were drinking them and they were fucking each other and all kinds of stuff. Oh they my god! They believed in Satanism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they believed that the Excuse me. They were belie- they believe that if the dark lord was protecting them, they wouldn't get caught. Wow. Is it there? You find it. Black I found a book about magic. it. It's called Hell Ranch. A book about Hell Ranch. Yeah. Or, or a book called Hell Ranch. It's about Hell Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they call it. And so we used that, and we basically took we took the concept of that story, mm-hmm. and of course we exaggerated it and made it our own, and it and. Uh, Satanico, not narco satanicos, like you know, you know, satanic drug lords. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Narco satanico would be a good band name too. Shit. That yeah, would yeah, be. that would. That, that, that was actually nice that was actually one of our songs. Oh, well, that's nice. kind of like what it's based off of. You know, it was based off that. And then my character name was called Assassino, which means assassin. Assa- so yeah. I was the, I was the assassin for the drug cartel. Wow, that's so awesome. I would take out people. Yeah. You know. But as an assassin, I was also a private investigator because I would have before I killed people, I would have to know their, yeah, you know, the time they came and went. Yeah, you have to yeah. know their comings and, and goings. Exactly. Who they travel with? Come on, <laughs> keep going. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you have to <laughs> just, just 
stake them out. You have to, yeah, you have to stake them out pretty much, and you have to learn them, and then you assassinate them. So that was my character. So I left there, and uh, yep, I left the group Brujeria a few years ago, and I started my own band called Asesino. Asesino. And, we, yeah. and we basically took what my character did. Now, I was an assassin, mm-hmm. and it talks about how we, you know, I stake people out and I kill them. So on the first album, it was called Corridos de Muerte, which means Tales of Death in Spanish. I like that, yeah. Yeah, so we told, I told my stories that, you know, that, well, a long time ago, I, met, I didn't meet an actual assassin. Really? Or I don't want to say what cartel, but I did meet one. Oh, shit. Cool guy. Where'd Real, you meet him? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I don't want to tell him. I don't want to tell you that much. But met him, and I was like, "Fucking!" I partied with this guy. I didn't know for a while until he got really fucked up on on coke and told me. Wow! And so he told me stories, and I was like, I was like, I was like just blown away. I, at first, I thought he was lying, and I was like, he's not lying. And then um, he got caught, went to prison, and then he got assassinated. Oh, oh damn! Yes. Oh shit! Wow. But. Anyways, so for, I don't want to get too far I, into I that. I probably understand why you don't get too far into So anyways, yeah. I kind of took what he told me and I made it into the story. Wow, that's And I added it into the Asesino. So um, Asesino on the first record, it just describes what he does, mm-hmm. what, his, what his job is, how he kills people, what he does with the bodies, and very descriptive of what he does, right? In detailed. And... Um, but later on on the album, he gets um, set up by his boss. So he gets caught oh, shit. by the cops. You know, his, you know, his, his boss sends him out to go assassinate somebody, but it's a setup. He gets caught, gets thrown in prison. He gets killed in prison. Oh, man. Right? Not killed, but he gets, he gets the electric chair. At the end of the record, you hear the electric chair go off. But anyways, yeah. the priest who was reading him his last rites was the one who killed him because he was so, he knew this guy had, was so evil. And the assassin, the, the, one, of the, uh, one of the cops said, hey, you're, you're about to die. Why don't you just tell us where you hid all those bodies? I don't know if you remember a few years ago where they found like 300 bodies buried out in the fucking desert from the Mexican borders. You probably heard about stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little bit. So basically we're trying to connect it that he yeah. is, Asasino, the character, was the one who did all like oh, did all those shit. bodies and hit all those bodies. Okay. So we're trying to connect that into the story. And um, the cop was just saying, "Hey, why don't you just you're about to be electrocuted? Like, just tell why don't us. you just yeah. tell us?" And so he started telling them. And so the priest was so blown away um, that the priest ended up was the one who pulled the trigger to kill the guy to kill Asasino. Oh, so Asasino goes to hell, obviously. Right. right so the right. second album. The second album, which was called Cristo Satanico, which is kind of a play on words, Satanic Christ. Yeah, yeah. Right? So basically, Asesino goes to hell, signs a deal with the devil. Oh, shit. <laughs> the devil goes, if you go back, oh, I will grant you life back on earth if you carry out these assassinations for me, and then you can do whatever you want. You know, you could seek vengeance on whoever you want. So Asesino comes back, and he um, carries out you know what the what the devil wants him to do he's completed his contract he's now he's like you know granted life back on earth so what does he do he goes out and investigates the priest so he finds the priest well he's investigating the priest he also finds out the priest is molesting little boys 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, yeah, coll- yeah. he's collecting all this money, you know, from everybody and just, you know, he's putting it in his pocket and use it for his own thing. Mm-hmm. So to Asasino, that's worse. It is worse. Yeah, it is worse. Yeah, <laughs> banging little boys, of course. So he's like, okay, I got to get rid of this guy. Fuck this guy. So he ends up, he ends up torturing him. He's like, I'm going to torture this fucker. I'm not, I'm not just going to kill him. I'm yeah, going to torture yeah. him. So he tortures him. He buries him alive. Oh, beats him up, does all shit. kinds of shit, buries him alive. But then now, at the end of the record, he seeks vengeance on his boss that set him up. Ah. And so, yes. So he goes back. Like he meets his boss, and he chops his boss's head off with a machete. Spoilers. <laughs> no, no, it's already done. No, the, the record's already out. I know. The record's already out. It's been out for years. So I'm just yeah. The spoiler is the, the spoiler is the third record. Uh-oh. The third record is going to be called The Second Coming, El Segundo Venida, which means it could be a play on words, you know, Second Coming. Yeah. But he's going back, and basically he's going to be fighting the priest. The priest gets out because he buries the priest is alive. Oh, that's right. The priest right. gets yeah. out. So now then it's good versus evil, kind of like Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, two, yeah, yeah. Two bads yeah. against two bads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, But it also gets into detail of how, how the assassin became... The assassin. That's awesome. So it's like it could be a movie. I was thinking a movie that or, could. I was gonna say that totally sounds like the plot to a really awesome movie. Yeah, I was either thinking a movie yeah. or a comic book. Yeah, that too. That Both. too. Yeah. Both. Actually, there there is a I'm, there's a comic book that is using my likeness for the main character, and they want they really want to do a film. So I did a teaser um, out when I went to Texas. I went to Texas to shoot on location to do because the, they want to like help you know get people to help get interested into it and stuff like that because they yeah. have the graphic novel being made but they really want to do the film as well but it's an assassin the character is an assassin she's like this half Asian <laughs> of course um, chick that's hard to catch and stuff like that and then she is like so lonely that um, she starts talking to people on the internet and then the one person that happens she can, a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah that she confides in she doesn't realize that it's another woman she thought, oh. it was a, she thought it was a dude the whole time, and then she gets caught in a jam where they're trying to get her, FBI is on her ass, and then next thing you know, the person that she's been texting and stuff like that online, instant messaging or whatever, says, okay, I'll help you, and then she goes, gets in the car, and then she's like, wait a minute, you're not, and she's like, yeah, it's me, and it ends up being a chick. <laughs> yeah, one of our old, one of our ex-bass players was uh, catfished. <gasps> oh, can you get into this, or...? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> so many good stories. Like, well, yeah. I mean, I uh, we could talk about it. But before, before we talk about that, my character, Asasino, we were on, on um, Death Clock, the Metalocalypse. Oh, Metalocalypse. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. So, That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So That's really They go, you, you want us to credit you as Dion Cazares? I go, no, just put Asasino. That's cool. So my name's not even on there, just the Asasino. Do you remember which episode so our fans could? I don't remember which episode. Ah. Oh. I don't know the number, but Wait, it's, it's on. the one where it's the oh, one no. where uh, the guys in Murder Face goes to Tijuana to get a um, facelift, <laughs> plastic surgery. Trying to find it. Oh fuck! We were catfish. Have you ever been catfished before, Slayer? Yeah, that's happened a couple times. Like legitimately catfished. I've never where it was been not catfished pers- that far. Like, this is where somebody's like, no, this doesn't sound right. Nah, no, fuck this. Yeah. But I get a lot of freaky emails, so I just delete a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, I may yeah. read it and be like, ha, delete it, you know. Right, right. Yeah, whatever. I always think everything's a setup. I, I just, it's just in me. I always think everything's a setup. Well, you, so. gotta, you gotta be like... You so know, if I don't see the person face-to-face, I always think You gotta be careful, you know? Yes, Cause exactly. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So our one of our old bass players was catfished, um, <sighs> and it was weird. It was because uh, he thought that he was talking to this very wealthy chick. Okay. And who promised them a studio and all kinds of stuff. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. She was going to buy. And every time she was supposed to fly to California, she um, always had an excuse. Something like something came up, something happened. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so, you know, you know, he's an ex-bass player, so we're not really friends or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. So, but the reason why I even know about this is because um, the one time she was supposed to fly to California, mm -hmm. she goes, well, I can't, I can't. I can't go there because um, a girl named Jen said she was going to kidnap me and rape me. You know, she always came up with weird excuses. Like, we, like that's like really weird. That's, and they're like, crazy. they're like, like off the wall. And, and he's like, and he's like, mm, Jen, Jen, who's Jen? Dino's wife. Oh my God. Dino's wife. Dino's wife's going to kidnap my fucking girlfriend. Like he believed like that. The, oh. He was, cat, he was fully way wow, into this catfish. I'm, wow. Like super catfished. Mm -mm, right. Mm -mm. That's fucking crazy. Mm -mm. So then all of a sudden, I'm getting, we're getting bombarded with emails of people threatening us. Like, they're going to kick our ass. Like, I can't believe you're going to fucking, you know, uh, take our, our bass player's girlfriend and our ex-bass player's girlfriend and fucking your wife's going to rape her. Like, what? What? And that's what? just so weird that they like, would was, even, like, think that, too. Like, oh, and, you know, like. And it just happened to be somebody that said Jen. Jen, just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, well, super who doesn't like us? Mm, Dino and his to wife. Just, to just jump yeah. on it, you know, just to yeah. jump on it right away. Like, oh, fucking, that has to be so who we were, talking So we were getting about. a lot of death threats and just people beating That's us up. That's fucked so up. So I ended up having to go to the cops. Yeah, dude. And pressing charges on people, and it turned out to be a lot of fake people. So they were like, never, it wasn't like, you know. That's fucked up. But, but yeah. the whole thing about it is, so I got my lawyer on the case. Then my lawyer had to be a little private eye. Yeah. Private <laughs> eye. I'm talking. <laughs> anyway, so. He had to do a little private eye investigation and found out that it was a fake person. That it was all a fake person. <sighs> and all this shit just because somebody got fucking catfished. And it could have got people hurt. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's fucked up. And that's super fucked up. The story just sounds ridiculous the minute you say it out loud anyways. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't, I don't give a fuck about the guy, so it's like, why not? So I'm going to say it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you just say that story out loud. It's like, What? How how would anyone fall for that? And there, but see, here's the thing: uh, somebody like she said was lonely, yep. and desperate, and yep. sitting at home on their computer. You'd be surprised and getting that catfished. The, a lot of people will believe a lot of shit. Where you're just like, how are you falling for this? I mean, right how now? many women? I've seen stuff online, or just not online, but on TV and online, where they do documentaries about the stuff, and people send other people money. No, they do. That's and they true. have no the fucking idea. They, they, these older women think they're in love with some guy, and the guy's just scamming her for money and never meet him. That's it. That's exactly true. Actually, I've heard of stories of like that. And then I, I used to play video games um, with this girl. Um, I always, I've talked about this. I think on the the air before. How like I have a clan of girls that I play with um, on PlayStation. You know, like Call of Duty or whatever. And one of them. She was really, really good. She was really, really good at playing. Like, we should always be at the top of the leaderboard. Um, and there was another girl that we would play with, and they were girlfriends, but they never met each other. They met through the PlayStation Network, you know, just in passing, you know, playing games and stuff. So they're like, oh, yeah, we're girlfriends now, you know, blah, blah. We're going to, I'm going to, they like lived in opposite ends of the country, and they kept talking because we know us girls will be on our headsets playing video games and just shooting people together. And, um, they would be like, oh, yeah, she's going to come to California and, you know, we're going to we're going to move in together. And, you know, all this bullshit. 
And then, meanwhile, this girl that we, we had no idea what she really looked like. Cause she would, I finally saw a picture of her and I was like, because my girlfriend showed me. I'm like, do we even know what this bitch looks like, you know? Because she sounds cute and everything, but everyone kept, a lot of other people kept talking shit about her. And so then fast forward, you know, long story short, I see this picture of her and I'm like, this photo is Photoshop, dude. <laughs> like, this photo is like overly photo, like obviously Photoshop. Like, how does this chick that is dating her, like, can believe that this is her? She's like, I don't know. This is the picture she sent me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Then I found out that they would webcam, but she would never show her face. And I'm like, that's not enough to show you that there's something weird going on that you'll yeah, webcam. I always wondered. I always wondered why, like, my our ex bass player had never Facetime this girl. Yeah. Never Skyped yeah. this girl. Never like did anything. Yeah. That's, or have her come out to a when, show when you guys were touring out there. No, no, no. Well, no, no. This, this is this is after he was in. After he was out of the bed. The, the, ah. This is the, that's like common, I mean, with technology today, you'd think that people would be smart enough to do that. You know what I mean? I mean, people thought I was catfishing I, him. You know, I think that some people, you know, sometimes when it comes to emotions yeah. and, and brains are two different things. That's true. You that's actually I mean? very true. That's people believe true. what they want to believe. Yeah. But no, so my whole point to even mentioning this is that meanwhile, while she was dating this chick, right, and webcamming and not showing herself, there were these other guys that were kind of part of our groups that we would play video games with occasionally. We didn't know this until later on after we found out that, you know, like, oh, she was totally catfishing or whatever. He was like, dude, I bought her her PS4 because back when we still had the PS3 and the PS4 was brand new. I bought her a PS4 and I sent her like a thousand bucks a month. And I'm like, and you don't know what this bitch looks like? You never like webcammed with her? And he's like, no, she would send me pictures. I'm like, but that you. It's not even her. That's probably not even her. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it all just came tumbling, cr- crumbling down that like this chick is catfishing all these different people and all these dudes on the PlayStation Network of all places were like sending her money because she would like send them pictures. And I'm like, really? Just over a picture you're going to send her that much money? Like what? <laughs> it's a good exactly. place to hustle people. What? Yes. It's a good place to hustle people. You figure a yes. lot of people that are sitting at home PlayStation Network may not have the most active social lives. They may yeah. be in smaller towns. Yeah. They may be just sitting in her bedroom, smoking pot, playing video games all day. Oh yeah. my God, this hot girl likes me. Yeah, and, and she sounded not, hot and too. It's not, not even a real girl. She probably knew that well, what too. If, well, there's a famous one that happened, and you probably don't remember this. Mm. This is a few years back. It was a famous catfish one where this number one rising star and number one draft pick for you know from college going into the NFL oh, shit. got catfished by this guy. Ooh. It was a guy, but he pretended to be a girl. Oh my god! And they had phone sex on the phone. The guy was pretending to be a girl. <gasps> How they pull off the phone sex? Like, and he would send them pictures. He said, "Yeah, she, uh, she said she had cancer." The the NFL football, or not not even college football player, was like doing these cancer funds for her and benefits <gasps> and stuff. And he never even met the girl. He saw pictures and talked to her on the phone, and he was in love. And they were gonna hook up. They were gonna, and there was a guy. Yeah, I and believe it. I think it. it was on one of those shows like Oprah and Dr. Phil, yeah. one of those things. And the guy, his whole career is done. Like he, he was so blackballed from the NFL. I he, never, he never even made it. Never made it. That's, uh, That's so fucking crazy. That's fucked look, up. It was bad. It was, I felt really bad for the guy. But going back to our old bass player, <laughs> our bass player, uh, we, when uh, my lawyer did some investigating, found out that the girl also had done it to another famous guy, too. Wow. So she knew exactly what to say to hook up those musicians. Wow. It's fucking crazy. 
Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> you know, oh well. <laughs> That's gotta happen to famous people pretty often, like girls just Throwing them, you know, legitimately throwing them. Well, that's okay. That's different when it's face to face. But you got to watch out, even from those women, do that too. Like a lot of football players and basketball players, mainly basketball players, all those, you know, those uh, gold diggers out there looking for a baby or looking. Oh for yeah, a, looking for, for that a, payday. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Perfect example: Kobe Bryant, who was in Denver when he got busted with that chick. Supposedly, supposedly, he raped her. I don't think these guys need to rape women. No. No, you know definitely I mean? not. No. You know what I mean? No. And so he paid her, I don't know, they say $10 million to shut up, let it all go away. Well, Gee. probably how that went down was it was probably consensual sex. She tried to blackmail him. He, he said, fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. And she did, and then he had to pay her to go away. Yes, exactly. But it was a big deal because he was pretty famous at that time. Yeah, and oh, that's yeah. that's the thing that sucks too because especially if you're a guy because it's so easy for women to like take advantage of the fact that like, oh, well, everyone will listen to me because I'm a woman and I hate that. I hate that because there's so many people that will falsely accuse. Well, there's a lot of girls who do use that to their yeah. advantage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He it's raped horrible. me. I'm pregnant. It yeah. Could be, it could be your, it's it's yours. That's it could why, be, that's but it's some other, you know, Take dudes. the condom, you know, yeah, after yeah. they consensually hook up. I heard about up. that too. Yeah, they'll take the condom. That's why a lot of famous dudes, it's like better like if you're gonna fuck a bitch, you better flush that shit down the toilet and <laughs> you're done with yeah. it. If you use one, Yeah, I can you imagine you, you bang her, you take the condom off, put in a little bag, Put, maintain, it back in your, yeah. put it in your pocket. I'm out of here. You know. Maintain custody of the specimen. Yeah, yeah. Like I have my eye on it. Right like, here. Okay, this was the latest one. I thought was funny was the girl that Usher said, or the girl said that Usher gave her herpes, but she doesn't have herpes. Wait, what? What? I okay. think I remember something about it this. It just happened like a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, some, some. I heard about that. I didn't hear that she didn't get herpes. Yeah, I remember. Correct. She doesn't have herpes, but. Uh, she had that uh, Gloria Allred was uh, helping her out, and oh, that lawyer chick that mm-hmm, the lawyer the Cosby, woman, the Cosby, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh, for fuck's sake, yeah, it was just stupid. It was really bad. Like, how stupid do you look though when that finally gets publicized that you were lying and that like, first of all, I wouldn't want to be a chick to even make it known. Oh yeah, he gave me herpes because now everyone's gonna think you have herpes. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. she obviously didn't, but. Why would you want to like publicly say something like that? Say something else. You know what I mean? Like. Anything but that. And, like, the girl, and the girl was big girl. And even Usher goes, I don't normally go for big girls. and She's mm-hmm. not my type. But it showed her a picture a few years ago when, she, when supposedly Usher did bang her. She was much thinner. Uh, uh, so, but okay. I don't know. It was a false story. I thought it was hilarious, but whatever. That is, it happens to famous people. <laughs> yeah, it does. What are you going to do? Oh, I see why the, the complaint... That he didn't disclose it to her. That was the complaint. Like, oh, he didn't tell me. And then- but Usher's claiming he doesn't have herpes either. Usher's but, doctor is saying he does. Who's doctor? Usher's. Oh, Usher's doctor said he did. Wow. But she doesn't have it. But Or something, right? Isn't that what happened? Like she, yeah, she doesn't, she, have, she, it. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't have, have it. But yeah, it was the failure to dis- disclose. It's kind of like Charlie Sheen not telling people about the HIV. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's a little bit more dangerous. That's like life-threatening dangerous. Well, it is, but he had zero viral count, so he really couldn't actually infect anyone. It's all fucked up. All fucked up. (laughs) We're looking at each other like, what? (laughs) So what happened with the Usher thing then? Yeah, what happened with that? Like, Hold on, let me. I'm reading this fast, so I can't hear well. Dude, our podcast people want to hear us talking about Usher. <laughs> so. 
Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. But it all kind of go hands in hand with yeah. people who are in the industry yeah. or people who are out there who are well-known mm-hmm. and who are getting tricked on the internet. Yeah. Famous people, not even just regular people. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, famous people. But I'm sure it happens to everybody. And oh, so, yeah. But this is part of modern America, sadly. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we just totally got on a downer. <laughs> well, like, was there any oh, questions you wanted to ask me? <laughs> I actually want to hear some drinking stories from you around the world since. Oh, you, boy. Dino's <laughs> been everywhere. <laughs> and you let us in with that beautiful drinking story about the fireball. So I want to know where else, where are your favorite places to drink around the globe? I, I got a funnier story. Okay. okay. And it happened to me when I was 16 years old. Okay. I went to one of those, you know, if you can imagine like those 80s movies where like the, you know, a very big, rich, big house party, all the people, all the preppy looking people Mm -hmm. going to this party, but then all the metalhead and outsider kids are not invited Mm -hmm. to it. Mm. I was lucky enough I got invited to one of those parties. So I go in there and they're like, oh yeah, you know, fucking Dino, he's fucking, he's, he's fucking cool. He can handle all this liquor. So I'm like, okay, you know, what do you want me to do? And so they're like, we dare you to drink all this five tequila shots and five vodka shots. Oh God. And I said, sure. And I fucking did all of them. Right. Didn't barf. Didn't barf. But I woke up the next day naked on my friend's mom's bed. Oh Oh, shit. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to me? <laughs> was his mom still there? No. His mom was gone. Obviously, that's why he was having a party. Yeah. But I yeah, woke yeah. up, you know, in the bed naked. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm like, I started trying to piece things together, asking yeah. people, but people were asleep when I woke up. Yeah. People were asleep. Passed or out. Passed shit. out on the yeah. couch or mm-hmm. in rooms and blah, blah, blah. So I found my clothes, put my clothes on. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I better leave. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck happened, right? So I started piecing the story together later on. A few Mm -hmm. days later, people were telling me stuff. Apparently, I was running around the party naked. Oh, man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, What else did I do? Uh, Oh, this this is the best part. The best part. I shit in uh, my friend's mom's closet. Oh shit! Oh my god! Aren't, that's the best story. Come on, dude. No, it's fucking yeah. amazing. Hold Aren't on. Aren't you glad then, that you came up in an era that there then, weren't cell phones? Then oh, supposedly shit. I wiped my ass with uh, one a pair of her pants. <gasps> oh, oh my, my god! I couldn't even have been comfortable. <laughs> Why did I? What the fuck did I know? I blacked out. True. True. <laughs> true. At least I didn't do anything too crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's probably good. They <laughs> said I tried to kill myself, jump off a building, or fucking kill somebody else. Exactly, or get in a car. Yeah, that's true too. So here you go. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's story is going to beat that right now. I don't think so. Wait, no. let me think now. I've done some ridiculous things drunk, but I've done some. I've, good. I've, I've done some goddamn good. pretty stupid shit when I'm drunk, but I think that I think you win. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I think the worst thing I've ever done is pissed on a White Castle while it was still open, but... Really? <laughs> they wouldn't let me into pit. Fucking pissed on their window. Yeah, but that's... that's I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. no big deal. Exactly. But have you shit in your friend's mom's bed? Uh, no, you no. win. Bedroom you win. In, yeah, a, in the closet. You win. And, okay, there you go. and wipe your ass with one of her... And w- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I would have paid money to see what she said when she found those pants. Yeah, but the problem is that my friend had to clean it up. Yeah, because he doesn't want his. When I woke up, that it wasn't there. Oh. oh, none of that stuff was there. He told me about it the next day. Did he just toss the pants? I mean, he yeah, threw everything away. Like, like, what a, what he's like, you he motherfucker. He was pissed at me. Oh shit! Because he had to clean up. Nobody else saw it. Apparently. Just oh, him. nobody else. Saw it. Well, that's just good. Because then just you know. Him. But I'm t- I'm telling the world now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, he's a good friend for not kicking you out after that. No, I, I, fell, I fell asleep on his mom's bed. <laughs> hey, I have plenty of friends who've been like, get this motherfucker out of here. <laughs> Left you out on the streets. Five tequila shots, five, I would die. Five tequila shots, five vodka shots. Like, if I drank five tequila shots, five vodka shots all at once, tequila, bikers. <laughs> I was 16 years old. I go, fuck it, I can handle this. It's not a big deal. I've done five tequila shots before. Mm-hmm. And then Boom. I think it was the vodka. Yeah, vodka. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't barf. I just shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes I feel like that's better than throwing up, though. I hate puking. I fucking hate it. I don't do it often. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad puker. I, me, I, I, like, I don't puke often, and when I do, I hate life. I'm like, oh, God, I can't. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's some people who, who puke, and they can be quiet. I, I puke, I'm like, ah. You know, yeah, like, no, I'm dying. When I'm yeah, puking, yeah. I'm cro- my eyes are tearing, and I'm like, make it stop. <laughs> but I hardly puke. I don't puke from drinking. I puke from being sick. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Food oh, that's poisoning. That's the worst. Food poisoning food or whatever. Food poisoning is the worst when you're puking, because then you, you can't stop. Like, I, I've gotten food poisoning before, and I'm just like, Oh my, I'm like I'm like laying at the toilet like all night, and you're tasting the whatever rancid yeah food you fucking ate that got you there. It's the worst. I hate that. Well, we we were flying from Israel to Portugal. We played a show in Israel, and then we were flying to Portugal for a show a couple of days later. So we fly there, and somewhere between the flight, I got food poisoning. Maybe could have oh, been could have been on the plane, could have been anywhere, yeah. right? So we get to the hotel, and I'm like, blah, blah, you know, oh. yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, I started getting. I started getting dehydrated. Oh, because yeah. I, first, you, I couldn't mm-hmm. drink anything. I couldn't eat anything. So my tour manager took me to the hospital in Portugal. So in the hospital, they fucking put an IV in me, basically put some fluids in me, mm-hmm. gave me some antibiotics, whatever, something for your stomach. They put it in me right away. And within four hours, like, hey. <laughs> it's just basically like, oh, we just need to get some fluid in you. you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, hey, it's like. And then my tour manager was like, okay, let's get the fuck out of here. And so we go to the show. I go, hey, by the way, how much did you pay? Because they put me in a room for four hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, how much did you pay? How much I owe you, bro? And he's like, dude, it was 30. I'm like, holy fuck, 30 grand? I was thinking 30, because in America, yeah. it's yeah. so fucking yeah, expensive. It's, it's so expensive, And I'm like, yeah. fuck, 30 grand. I'm like thinking like, fuck, okay, 30 grand. I got to get 30 grand. I got to pay. This tour's being done for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all my money. You know, it's like my money from the tour. And he's like, and then he's like, dude, it was brutal. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, fuck. And then he goes, it was just 30 euro. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're, you're fucking with you. You don't really fuck how 30 grand. I'm like, no, it was 30 euro. Go, wow. 30 euro. It's like, I don't know, 40 bucks American. Yeah, about that. Less, less 30, 38 bucks. I'm like, wow. oh my God. Gotta love and socialized I, health. And I, even for a couple of days, I still didn't believe him. Yeah. And, and it, it was, was Zach. He was Zach. Really? Yes. I go, let me see the receipt. And he goes, here. Because he says the receipt because it's like a show, like yeah. a band cost. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And I go, fuck, I guess, you know, like, you want me to pay the band back? <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, dude, shut the fuck up. There's nothing. <laughs> 38 bucks for a whole for Damn, a room. Damn. For four hours. Shit. My own room. 
Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I didn't even have to share with nobody. Fucking America. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> fucking America. Fuck, dude. Remind me to get sick while I'm in Europe. I'll get everything taken care of. I even had a picture of me on the on the on the on the uh you know the the bed and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the room. I took a picture like, yeah, you know. Yeah, with the Ivy and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know in the gown? <laughs> uh, did I have a gown? No, I didn't even have, didn't even make me put a gown on. Oh shit. No. Damn. I was lying there with my shirt and my shorts and <laughs> <laughs> that was it having a good old time <laughs> of all the places that you've traveled to what's like your favorite country good question um, I have a lot of favorite places um, I think probably one of my favorites is Australia I was just there New Zealand I Australia, love Australia. New Zealand. loved it there uh, a lot um, oof. I of course Holland yeah, I haven't Holland. been there yet. I want to go there. He's uh, going there. You're going there in September. Well, part yeah, of, two what, weeks. What part of Holland? I'm going to Amsterdam. You're gonna love it, but Amsterdam's very touristy still. Yeah. But you're really? still gonna you're still gonna like it. Yeah, it's very touristy. If you're gonna be there in two weeks, it's still gonna be nice and hot. Not hot, but you know, warm, comfortable. And there's gonna be a lot of tourists there still. It's packed. It gets packed. Awesome. Well, Is it your first time going there? Yeah, it's my first, time, first time. Yeah, for all three countries I'm going to because I'm going to. Amsterdam, Munich, and Helsinki. Well, you're going to very, very popular, very populated places. Munich's amazing. Is it going to be for a festival? Or? It's Oktoberfest. There you go. You're going to love it. <laughs> you're going to love it. And then Helsinki for what? For the fuck of it. You're going to love it there too. I was told five foot seven black haired, blue eyed metalhead chicks as far as the eye can see. Well, you know, you know why they're black haired, right? Die. Mm-hmm. They don't, blonde girls are so common there, they don't like their hair blonde. Yeah, they're probably like, ugh, like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And then they... Mm-hmm. Black hair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I have a friend who lives out there, Michelle. She's really cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually rolling solo to Helsinki, so everyone I'm going with is going back to the States after Amsterdam. So you're going we, to Amsterdam first? So it's Amsterdam, Munich, back to Amsterdam, then Helsinki. Ah, okay, okay. So then, what, are you going to go to any shows while you're there? I'm going to see what's playing. I'm hoping. There's a place called Circus. It's a club in Helsinki. It's very popular. It's a cool place. It's kind of like, um, I would have to say, kind of like the uh, Wiltern Theater. Okay, cool. Yeah, they have a lot of shows there. Fuck it, I'm going to try to find a local show if worse comes to worse. That's what I'm saying. That is, that is the local show. It's going to be fucking awesome. I'm jealous. I want to go. <laughs> Told you you should come with. I know. I'm, I'm dancing. I can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you, you're... Um, so I feature ex- dance. exotic dancing, um, feature dancing. I don't, I don't so like, I don't like to use the word stripper cause a lot of girls like to hate the word. Stripper. Yeah. Well, so, so I exotic dance. <laughs> I'm a dancer. I'm an exotic I, dancer. I don't exotic dance. I just, I just make appearances at certain clubs all over the country that want to like have me feature there. So I'm actually doing, um, here in, in, um, in LA too, or just out, out? I did a tour in LA last winter, like around Christmas time. I think it was, I want to say around Christmas time. Um, we did an Asian invasion. It was like me and two other Asian girls. And Asian we, invasion. Yeah, we did an Asian. And that's exactly what I'm doing. It's so fucked up. It's like, um, isn't that, isn't that the title of one of Jules Jordan videos? Probably. Asian um, invasion. Sure. I'm told. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. Actually. Yeah. Um, I'm doing an Asian invasion this weekend, actually, in Las Vegas at Little Darlings, where it's going to be me and two other girls, and we're going to... I like to do... Um, a lot of my sets that I do are themed, because I like to cosplay, and I'm into you know comic books and stuff like that, so I do a lot of um, so cosplay are, themes on are stage. You, are you... What characters do you dress as? 
Uh, Darth Vader. The Asian, the Asian Wonder Woman. <sighs> no, I didn't do Wonder Woman. I did Harley Quinn and um, uh, Catwoman and Darth Vader. I like my Darth Vader set because I I found this song that's kind of like a. I need to find a better yeah, one. Dun, 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 yeah, but like a, like a total like <laughs> rock and roll like metal version of the Imperial March, you know, mm-hmm. like dun, 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 dun. And, um, and I have the helmet and the lightsaber and everything. But so. what do you, but what, what does the costume look like though? What is um, it? It's like a, a black studded bra with like a, 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 um, a, well, you're, you're, a waist you're, cincher. You're going to have to put it on your, on your, your, and now we drink podcast, um, Facebook or Twitter page. Oh yeah, I'll have to post it. I posted. Definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna upgrade the you costume for this. Show. Isn't it a little funny how we all got together? Because somebody tagged you on a Twitter thing, right? So or did I you tweeted, comment? I tweeted at you after the three teeth show. Yeah, and I was supposed to go to that show. Which 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 three teeth show was that one? The one that was just downtown. Yeah, it just happened downtown. Yeah, what was the name of that place? It was a cool little spot. Oh fuck! Because I was on stage. Union I was, Theater. I was on stage getting the crowd all hyped up. Yeah, yeah, that's the one? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the Union Theater is what it was, yeah. yeah I was supposed I just, to go to that show with him, which is really funny. But it was completely random. I was just standing at the bar. I hear a nice shirt, man, because I happen to be wearing a Fear Factory shirt. I look up. Oh, you were? Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look up and it's like, I think, oh. I think I was just, I just got there from the Slayer shirt. Yeah, you had just walked in. I was getting a drink. I hear a nice shirt. I look up and it's like, oh, shit. Hey, do you know what's going on? <laughs> like, but I was just like zooming by, right? Yeah, you zoomed by and then I ran into you backstage afterwards. But I don't know. I don't think I knew you did. And and, uh, and now we drink. I don't think you knew that. I don't think I knew that. No, I don't. Th- we figured that out a little later. <laughs> well, you tweeted. What, what did you tweet me about? Oh, I that I like only in L.A. That I'm at a show and I run into Dino. That's why. While and you're wearing, wearing a, a shirt. fear factor yeah, shirt. shirt. And it said, and I think it was tagged. Uh, now we drink, right? I or think is so. that or yeah. is that just your? I think Twitter. it was for my personal Twitter, but my personal Twitter is completely tagged up with the podcast information. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of funny how this. Yeah. Because then I saw you tweet and I was like, oh shit, it's Dino. I think I, I asked. Like, hey. I think I asked, what's, and now we drink. What's that? Yep. I think I asked you that. He said, like, oh, it's a podcast. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. And next thing you know, she jumped in. And I was like, oh shit, I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a completely happy, random happenstance. I'm like, what are the odds of me wearing a Fear Factor shirt and running into you at a show? What shirt were you wearing? Industrialist. Oh, okay. From the go. show I got in Vegas. <laughs> what made fun. you wear that shirt to the Three Teeth show? Because it felt fitting. I don't have any actual industrial shirt, so I'm like... It felt fitting. Yeah, it's like, you know what? Yeah. Fear Factor is the right shirt to wear to an industrial because shirt. Because I thought you were... At first, I thought you were a guy that saw at the Slayer show because there was a few kids wearing the Slayer shirts. I'm mean, sorry, the Fear Factory shirts. And, uh, and some of them I said hi to. Or I said similar comments to them. Nice. <clears throat> I I would have liked to have been Slayer, but I didn't want to see Slayer in such a big venue. I like smaller shows. I agree. <laughs> I've seen him in every venue. <clears throat> so when I went, I had to first we had to go to that show, had a few beers, watch Slayer backstage, blah blah blah. Then I'm like we got to make it to Three Teeth. I think we got there like it was like the second or third song. Yeah, the second or third song. There. Yeah. So, what made you get into that band? Are you a big industrial fan as well? I'm not actually. I'm. I like some industrial. One of my buddies works for Three Teeth, and he's like, "Come out, man." It'll Which good, guy? Uh, Mark, the really big tattooed guy. He's one of the security guys from San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy. Uh, one of my good buddies. Very nice guy. I met him a f- uh, maybe six months ago from a Three Teeth from the Three Teeth guys. Yeah. Yeah, Mark's Mark's super good people. He's like, dude, I'm working the show. Come out, you'll love it. I wanted, you know. 
You'll have a good time. I got, I, I got a good story. So we're fucking partying with um, Lex <clears throat> and his guitar player. And uh, we're at my house. or I think we went to go see um, Author and Punisher, which you got to check out. Okay. Heavy shit. Brutal industrial. Fucking brutal. Went to go see them. Got really wasted. Let's go to, my, let's go to Dina's house. Right, of course, Damien hears us party, and he comes over. For <laughs> so then they're like, "Oh man, we need we need some coke, yo, we need some fucking coke." Not, not me, but the other guys. I don't. Other do, people needed it. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that stuff at all. Um, so we go to this liquor store first before we go get the coke. So we go to this liquor store, and it happened to be right next to a gay bar. <laughs> It's like one of those Mexican kind of gay bars, like the Mexican cowboy type thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and there's a little taco thing right out front. So all these, you know, um, gay guys are out there buying tacos and blah, blah, blah. So here's Lex. We're wasted out of our minds. Lex, I don't know if he knows his outfit. He's always in full leather. Yep. So he looks like he's a leather guy, like a leather boy. I like a leather, a leather daddy. daddy. Yeah, a leather yeah, daddy. Leather, leather. <laughs> so he goes, hey, man, which one of you fags got some coke? Now I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we just start laughing because they were all laughing at him because he looked more gay than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and oh, um, I'm not sure if he wants me to tell the story, but I think it was funny. I mean, I tell everybody the story because I think it's funny. <laughs> I don't think he cares, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it yeah. was pretty funny. We'll just put a that allegedly happened. In front of yeah, allegedly happened. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To protect the guilty or the innocent. But I, the we, thought, we, we thought it was funny that they were laughing at him. Oh, no, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, the way he was dressed. They're like, this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, look, look at this leather stuff. And they're probably like, we do have some, so. <laughs> no, nobody, they just laughed at him. Like, you know, they just laughed, really? <laughs> they just laughed at him. And then, uh, and then uh, he ended up going to go do something else. But whatever. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I have a lot of stories. I, I don't know why I can't remember all these stories. I have so much shit. It's going to come back to you, too. When you leave, you're going to be like, fuck. That would have been a good one. If you just start talking, I'll get... I'll get. Hmm. Any good Australia stories since that is the favorite place to travel? <laughs> yeah, because I did ask you about that, and then I was going to say, like... Um, Especially, you know, in your single days since... In, okay, let's, let's, okay we have to talk in my single days. <laughs> <clears throat> in our Okay, I don't know if you know anything about Australia. It's five girls to every one guy. I know. I've oh, and some places yeah. even more. Like if you go further into Australia, like towards... Actually, if you go to Perth. I was, that's where I went. I've, I've never yeah. been to the eastern side, only the Perth and side. Fremantle is one of the most secluded cities in, in the world. Mm-hmm. And Perth is... I think the women there is five to one. Uh, I think Australia is like three to one. So there's a lot of women to go around. Actually, the majority of my friends in Australia are women. And uh, it's funny that me and my wife were just talking about that. Yeah, because she became friends with all of them, too. But mm-hmm. the women I'm friends with are not the women that I slept with. So, mm-hmm. But um, there was a time where me and my singer had, like, literally at some point, because like, when we were, when you tour there, you can't go by bus, because it's the yeah. cities are so far apart. Yeah, there's no touring buses there, so you got to fly everywhere. Yeah, so you get hotels, right? And so, <clears throat> and some of the hotels look like this apartment. Like you can, it can be like a two bedroom apartment with a kitchen and laundry room, and everything, right? And so, me and my singer would always share rooms, and we had. There was a time where we would be like two, three days in a city mm-hmm. where we we would have at least two or three different 
girls <laughs> with us at time. Each one had like two or three girls staying with us yeah. at a time. Wow. Like wow. one girl would be cooking, one girl would be watching washing our stage clothes. Oh shit. One girl would be out <laughs> buying us beer and then we would just be banging all of them. <laughs> and that's just kind of like it just was normal there. That's fucking amazing. I know Australian girls love American dudes. I can only imagine how great it is to be a famous American dude. Yeah. But, I got, but I, got, I got a better story. Um, oh, this is a really this is a really good story. Um, and it happened to be with two girls, and um, so we were doing a big festival out there, and in between the festival dates, because you only did the festivals like Friday through Saturday. So Sunday to Thursday, you had off. And on those days off, you do your own shows. So Prodigy was one of the bands that we were touring with. So Prodigy was playing Melbourne. And so we ended up going to the show. I ended up meeting this girl. I took her into the regular bathroom. And I was getting a blowjob in the bathroom, right, in one of the stalls. But... I just noticed something behind me. Like, oh God. I just felt it. I felt something was behind me. And so I looked up behind me, and there was a security guard looking at me getting a blowjob. Like, watching me. Like, you just felt something. You, you know what I mean? Some hot breath on the back of your neck. Yeah, you hear, like, you know, you can hear Prodigy background. <laughs> yeah, you hear Prodigy in the background. But then I just felt something. I'm like, so I looked up, and it was a security guard. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you jacking off? He was jacking off. Oh, shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I yelled at him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And you heard him jump off the toilet and go outside. Next thing you know, like five security guards came in and they ended up throwing me out. You should have let him finish, man. You let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> so they ended up throwing me out, right? Throwing us out. Holy and shit. of course, we're leaving and we're laughing. I thought it was hilarious, whatever, right? So then a few shows later, the girl introduces me to her friend. So her friend's a little bit more kinky. Mm -hmm. So we go to her. I go to her friend's house, and she hooked me up in another city. She hooked me up with one of her other friends. So she's like, "I want you to fist me." Oh shit! Okay, I've never done this before. So I fisted her in her pussy, and next thing you know, I pulled out and I had blood on my hand. Oh (gasps) no! Oh no! And I freak the fuck out. I go, "My fucking hand is gonna get AIDS on it." I freaked the fuck out. I literally jumped in the shower and was like, washing my hand, like scrubbing my hand, like, you know, fucking soap, 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 soap. But it's not like, not like it's going to clean it, but still, it's like, it's not going to, you know, protect it or anything. But I was just still doing that. Like, ah, I'm just like, ah, I'm just soap on me, like freaking the fuck out. And she's laughing at me. Oh, wow. She's like, you're, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you're a fucking amateur. You know, it was just, I was on my period. Like, uh, I thought I ripped her. Oh. But she was just on her period, you know, kind of start of her. Oh, like or the end started. of her period or whatever. Start yeah. of the end or whatever. And she was just laughing at me like, you're an idiot, dude. You're like, you just killed this whole... F-. And I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time I ever did that. Yeah. So I didn't know. So I thought I... Yeah, if it's your first time fisting a girl, I mean, and then if like if I did that and then I'm like, holy shit, I would probably think the same thing. Like... I Have you ever fisted a girl? But would you freak out like I freaked out? Um, well, in the industry, you probably wouldn't because everybody gets tested. Yeah, we get time. tested and so stuff it's probably like, that. like sure. you probably like, are you okay? I mean, I guess you probably be, ask her if I she's think, okay. I, think being, I, did, I didn't even ask her if she was okay. I just ran. Yeah, I'm being, like ah, be, yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. I act like a little bitch be, and I ran straight to the shower. Being another woman, I probably would be like, okay, hon, I think you're either on your period or 
or I tore something while I okay, was Okay, I, I got another story for you. Now that all this shit's coming back. Oh, I got another story for you. Keep it coming. I got another story. So this, these are the single days. The single days. <laughs> yes. Jen, if you're listening, these are the single days. These are the single, single days. days. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting texts from her right now. She's probably listening. Like, what, what are you talking about? No, um, no I, uh, I was hooking up with this girl from San Diego. And she'd come over and, you know, we'd hook up, whatever. And um, one day she goes, I'm so fucking horny. You can do whatever you want to me. Do whatever. Do whatever you want. Okay. I'm going to do what every other guy does. You can go straight for the, straight for the asshole. Straight for the a-hole. Oh, right? shit. Yeah, yeah. So here I am on my bed. I'm banging her. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, something feels a little weird. Mm. A little mushy in there. Like, oh, mm. God. So Ooh. I decided I'm going to pull out. So I pull out. And it was like a. It was like that. And all the, obviously, I pushed a lot of air in there, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all this shit oh, just no. flew all over my stomach, all over my, I'm like, ah! Freak the fuck out. Okay, see, like, that would make hold on. me freak. Hold on. Yeah. I've had a little poop on my, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've had yeah, a little yeah, poop yeah. on my dick. Who has? No problem. Yeah, yeah. But no, this was like projectile, like, like just splattered everywhere. Like some kind of a horror movie, just yeah, like, it's like, like the exorcist fucking. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. My God. Just like, Wah! and I'm like, holy shit! And so I ran straight to the fucking, of course, again, the straight sh- to the shower, the shower, and I'm with the soap, like, ah. <laughs> I'm holding my nose, and I'm like, ah, I can't smell this shit because it was like, it was like, it was like, barf. yeah, it's like oh. boner killer too. It was like, like barf uh, type of like. Oh. So I'm like watching myself, and then I'm like, oh fuck! So I go back into the bedroom, and she's got her clothes on, and all the sheets are wrapped up. Uh, and I'm thinking like, okay, so how did you wipe your ass? Yeah. What did you do? With the sheets. With she the sheets. must have did it with the sheets. She goes, I'll take the sheets and I'll wash them. I'm like, you know what? No, I'll just throw them away. <laughs> yeah. I'll just throw them away. And after that, I just I couldn't fuck her anymore. I just, my. Yeah. I couldn't, my. Yeah. Just kept picturing that guy's Yes, I just couldn't, you know. Ooh. And then you start making jokes. You know, shit happens. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Every dude has made that joke when that happens. Yeah. Exactly. Shit happens. Is that right? Yeah, there you go. So, Cheers yeah. to shit happen. But then, but then it was really funny because a few months later, my roommate was dating her. Oh. <laughs> Even after I told him the story, he didn't care. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, my God. Did he end up marrying her? Mm. That'd be really funny. It only lasted a couple months. Until uh. she shit on him? No, she didn't shit on him. But I wish you would have. <laughs> <laughs> then you would have been brothers in like arms or some, some oh, shit. Oh God! Like, like being in the military together. She shit on you too. Leave no man behind. <laughs> but I did make fun of him because one of her favorite things was eating ass. So oh. I said, "So you must have tasted my ass. So how did it taste?" <laughs> I would tell him, make fun of him all the time because of that. Oh shit. <laughs> Come on, you can't tell me this is not a good podcast. Oh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about a little bit more about music, but sure, whatever. I mean, music's, no, 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 no. music's boring. I talk about it all the time. I'm just much more entertained about talking no. about girls shitting on you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, Have you ever had a girl like full blown fucking shit on you before? Yeah, I talked about that about a couple of episodes back. No, but like full blown, like. Like what no, he was saying. Kind of spray, but it, it well, mine was covered. like a, just a, proje- it was like, a projectile. Like I'm telling you, it was like a, it was like a loaded gun in there. Yeah. Like a fucking shotgun blast of shit. Yes. Yeah, a girl did that to me once. I avoided it. 
Were you taking her with a strap on or your hands? No, my my. Uh, there was this dude that I was dating. We were having a threesome with this chick. Damien? At no X after him actually. No, I meant I meant the chick. No, I'm scared. Oh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing around. <laughs> Damien, I'm joking. <laughs> um, we were at like you know the Lowe's Hotel in Hollywood. It's a yes. nice yep. fucking hotel, right? Like yep. nice white sheets and everything. And so we're hooking up. Everything's fine and great. All of a sudden, he starts finger blasting her and trying to make her squirt because he was like, oh, yeah, this girl's a squirter, blah, 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 you know, and all this kind of shit. And um, she was pushing so hard (laughs) to squirt, quote, unquote, okay? She was pushing so fucking hard that this thing squirted out like a fucking, like a fountain, dude. It just went projectile. Fu- it wasn't, it was like all like what? Ugh. Well, this is probably like when they squirt milk in a girl's ass. Yeah, dude, that's exactly that's what it looked like. And it just projectile fucking shot out of her asshole. Me, I had such fast. You had your ref- mouth my, open? No, my reflexes, <laughs> my reflexes, this is what happened. My reflexes, when I saw it happening, I jumped to the right because he was on the left of me, the guy, while he was finger banging I jump, it's all over his legs and shit. Now him, to him, when, when all of a sudden done, I found out later on that he thought, because he was kind of dark in the room, you know, like the lighting wasn't so bright, he thought maybe she started her period and that was what was, when he saw the dark color, he was like, is she bleeding right now? So when that initially, when that initially happened, I was like, I kind of like tapped him and I'm like, you have like shit all over you and your dick, dude. So that kind of ended the, that just kind of killed the mood at that point. And she was like, As it does. She As didn't, it does. she didn't apologize. She didn't like, she was so mortified that she was like, I'm just not going to say anything. And this is the Lowe's hotel in fucking Hollywood. It's an expensive fucking hotel. So we like wrapped the sheets and threw it in the hallway for the maids to collect. Fuck that. Call for a turn down service right then and there. You're paying for that shit. True. Leave a $20 tip. Be like, hey, y'all need to clean some shit up. <laughs> That's how it should be. We're going to pause real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So. And now we're back. Yeah, we took a small pee break. Every, There's been a bunch of know, alcohol. All the, all the poop you guys were talking about made me, <laughs> made me go poop. <laughs> oh. You know, you didn't wreck my toilet, did you? Of course. <laughs> oh, I got a good story about that. Please do tell. Another poop story. <laughs> so my band Asasino, we were on tour, and we we, you know, we're a three piece, so we're in just a van. A van's huge for three guys. Mm-hmm. So one of those big old big passenger vans. So we go to, and we had a driver. We go to um, El Paso, mm-hmm. where um, Al from Ministry has a place there. So we go to his house. We we're staying at his house. And he goes, we're going to go drink at this bar that I always go to. I'm like, all right. So he takes us to this bar, and the, the guy like puts like 20 fucking shot glasses, just gets like tequila all over the table, just fills up these shot glasses. We're just getting really fucked up, fucked up. And Al has, has this bodyguard, this big old Mexican guy that hangs mm-hmm. out with him, right? And um, so right next to the bar we were partying at, it's a place called Taco Cabana. It's like a chain of Mexican restaurants in Texas. So mm-hmm. we're there. We're all eating. Everybody's wasting on tequila. So all of a sudden, here goes our bass player, Tony. Tony Campos from Static X is also in Asesino, right? And so he's like... Oh, God. He's like doing that... 
the bubbling stomach. And, yeah, like, oh. like oh my god. So we go. I go. Tony, go right there. There's, there's bushes right there. Go outside that door. There's bushes right there. So he's out there barfing, barfing. He comes back in. Then the Al's bodyguard. Al, Al went back home, but Al's bodyguard came back to party with us. So he's partying with us. He's like, and this guy's like fucking six five, and he's a good three hundred something pounds, massive dude. And he's like, him too, on a tequila, eating the tacos. So he, he's like, and he, and he pushes himself to get up on the table. Oh, God. Right? So he gets up, and he pushes the table. All the tacos go flying because he tips over the table. All the tacos go flying. He's running outside to go barf. He steps on there, all the tacos that are on the floor. He gets outside, and he's like, barfing too. And we're like, oh, my God. So it turned into this big old barfarama. None of us got tacos because he they dropped them all on the floor <laughs> and he stepped them all, stepped on all of them. He, the big guy, ends up getting in his truck and takes off. We're like, oh my god, this guy's wasted. He's gonna fucking get pulled over, but he didn't. Thank God, he just mm-hmm. made it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tony's still outside barfing. Blah. So we figured, okay, let's wrap him up in towels and put oh. some napkins around him or some. Oh let's god. get him back into the van. Let's get back to the fucking, you know, yeah. back to Al's house. So we wrap Tony up in towels and and we take him, we put him in the front seat, and then he's like, Oh, I gotta barf. He's sitting in the front seat, I gotta barf. And he opens the door and he barfs. He barfs and then he falls on his own barf outside. <gasps> oh oh man. I'm like, oh God. So we had to get him back in the van. So we get him back in the van. Were you guys moving or stationary? No, no, no. We were stationary. We just got him in the van. Oh, oh God. God. I just had a vision of like you guys no, no. just pulling out and all of a sudden. No, 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 no. We weren't moving. He was, we were stationed. We were just trying to get him in the van. So we got him in. So the second time we get him in, we strap him in this time with a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Our driver starts the van. We're in the back. The rest of us are in the back. So, uh, and my drummer had his wife, and she's Japanese. She doesn't speak that much. She speaks English, but not mm-hmm. that great. So, um, we're driving back to Al's house. We get pulled over. Oh, my God. Of course. So, they ended up taking our driver. He doesn't even drink. He was sober as fuck. They ended up taking him in. I don't know why. So, anyways, they put the rest of us, the cops put the rest of us up against the wall. So, we're standing up against the wall. Here's Tony. Got towels wrapped around him, swaying back and forth. Like, so fucked up. We're all wasted. And the cop's like, uh, let, me see your, let me see your IDs. So everybody gives him their ID except Tony. Tony's like, oh, wasted. Oh, God. We're, I'm trying to hold him up. And he's trying to pull his wallet out. I grab his wallet. I, and, and I was giving him his ID. And I was giving him Tony's ID. Tony barfs right oh, no. in front of the cops, right on um, his shoes. No. Oh, no. Oh, right on his shoes. Like, oh. I'm like, oh, fuck. We're all going to jail. Oh, I'm thinking we're all going to jail. Holy fuck. He and the cop understood. He goes, okay, which one of you guys can, which one of you guys can drive? And so, uh, we're like, none of us. <laughs> uh, and then our drummer goes, my wife can drive. She hasn't really been drinking. And she's Japanese, but she never drove in America before. Oh, God. <laughs> I think the Japanese drive on the Yeah, they drive on the right side, but still, she's like nervous and she's driving <laughs> yeah, like yeah, 10 yeah. miles an hour. And so we make it back to Al's house, right? Our, our real driver's in jail. Oh, shit. For what? I don't know. Yeah, I'll say some shit. Nothing. For nothing. They let, they let him out the next morning. He wasn't even drinking. He doesn't even drink. Oh, my Anyways, God. So anyways, so we make it to Al's place. So we're at Al's place 
And it was like, everybody's fucked up. And then we're like, we're still drinking some more. We're still drinking some more. And all of a sudden we notice, hey man, Tony's, Tony's missing. Where'd he go? Oh, he must have went to bed. I went to go check his room, uh, his bed, the bed where he's sleeping at, and he wasn't in his bed. I'm like, okay, well, he maybe he's, he's in the bathroom. So we went to go into the bathroom. We knocked on the door, and he was passed out on the toilet, pants down, toilet paper in his hand. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, uh, like, like he just took a shit. And, and he had a about, to about to wipe. We're like, oh, fuck. So then Al's like, you got to fucking get him out. You know, you got to get him out. So we ended up picking him up. Our drummer ended up wiping his ass. That's, oh. when, you know, that's when you know we're good friends. Right. Oh Put his my. pants up. Because he didn't have to do that. <laughs> Definitely not. Cruz, I love you to death. I'm never wiping your ass. <laughs> Just putting that out there. You'll lick it. No, 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 no. We can get one of your fans to do it. Anyways. <laughs> so, that's true. So anyways, so we, we actually make the show the next morning. Wow. After all that, our guy got let out, and we were all good. I got to know. Did you guys take at least one or two pictures of Tony with the toilet paper? In no, his no, 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 no. I wish. No. I mean, I'm not saying you put it out publicly, but that would have been a great thing for the band to have. Yes. No, we've taken other pictures before. Um, you know, like people passed out, you know, just put, yeah. you know, balls in their face side pictures. <laughs> we, we used to have this thing in Fear Factory where on the bus, if you fell asleep with your hand out, your bunk, like some people would fall asleep, and their hand would be outside, or just hanging outside. Yeah, we'd put our balls on the hand and take a picture. <laughs> but we, we we had Polaroid camera. Yeah, hard to find, but we take pictures of it, and then we would hang it up on the bus. Oh, <laughs> like ah, like you know, that's great. Yeah, are there any other compromised photos of you out there that you know of? Not that I know of, but if there were, I, I'd love to see them because I think they'd be funny. There's, there's people who took, um, it's funny because Jules Jordan would, went on tour with us and he would Really? Film, yeah. yeah, he would film everything of the band and yeah, yeah. Uh, he filmed himself. And there was one time where I was taking a shit backstage before we go on stage. You always got to relieve yourself. Mm-hmm. Number one rule. I'm sure you too, when you go on stage, you just you got to yeah, take a piss I, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, see, because you don't want to be caught out there like, oh, fuck, I got to oh, pee yeah. or shit, whatever. So I was doing that. And then here comes, uh, uh, Jules Jordan with a camera filming me taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> which actually came out on, on our DVD. So that's pretty funny. That's fucking amazing. Mm. But no, we have a, you know, we try to have a good time. We're on the road. It definitely sounds like it. Yeah. So of all the bands you play out with, which one is your favorite to tour with? Um, oof. All of them. But all of them. I'm going to say all of them because we've had a great time with all of them. Um, but the only one that I think takes that was very special was Metallica. We toured with Metallica through parts of Europe, um, Australia, Japan, New Zealand, uh, Russia, and they're the way they, the way they, um, they're first of all they're super cool guys, you know, and they hung out, they talk with us, uh, they party with us, um, hardcore. Some of them. Some of them don't party at all, and some of them party to the full extent. I don't want. I don't need to say who. But yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but the way they travel, the way they tour, they were just very hospitable, super nice. I mean, you're playing mega arenas with these guys, and um, you know, fifty thousand people a show, yeah. and you're fucking getting the best food, the best dress room, the best travel, the best hotels. 
I mean, everything is like, you know, you get spoiled. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's, you don't want to get used to it because, you know, you get back down to reality once the tour is over. Yeah, I can only imagine, like, once you had a taste of that, it's like, oh, I got to go back to, oh, man. It's got to be rough. But I met James Hetfield years ago, um, years and years ago, um, early, late 80s, um, when, or actually early 80s, uh, when I knew the the guitar player from Faith No More, Jim Martin, original guitar player. I knew him, and he introduced me to James a long time ago when they were making the record and Justice for All. Nice. Yeah, so back then, party with James back then. That's when James partied. That's when James partied, <laughs> yes. Jägermeister was one of his favorites. Yeah, he was partying hardcore. And then... um. And I've known Robert Trujillo for a long time since Suicidal Days and Infectious Grooves and all the other stuff he's done before that. So I met him over the years. So hanging out with him, it was it was like we knew each other already, so it was cool. That's fucking awesome. And then um, Kirk Hammett was good friends with the singer from Death Angel. I think they were, they were roommates at one point. And I know that um, his name is Mark, Mark Waseda. He introduced Kirk Hammett to Fear Factory to our second album. And Kirk Hammett, over the years, have said, you know, he was a fan of that record. So that, that really helped a lot, too. How could you not be a fan of that record? Demand yeah. Factory is amazing. The only one who, who I really didn't know was Lars. Yeah, he was the only one I really didn't know. So, mm-hmm. But me and my buddies have decided to do a, a, a Metallica cover band. Oh, we, shit. We were going to be called Fat Talica. <laughs> 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 I don't want to get into it, but yeah, I thought that, I thought we thought it would be pretty funny. That's that's fucking. And amazing. then um and then um, a long long time ago when when I got into this industry, I'll, I'll tell you really quick. I moved to L.A. when I was 17 years old. I got on a Greyhound bus from El Central California, and I was like, okay, I'm fucking. I want to be, I want to be a musician. I want to be a professional musician. Mm-hmm. I want to make it in the music industry. So I came here. I stayed with my sister. And I got a job at a sandwich place called Togo's. Oh, Togo's. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I, was a sa- I was making yeah. sandwiches, and it happened to be on Sunset and Gower. Oh, not shit. too far from here. Yeah, very close. Not too far. Actually, just right down over here. Just, yeah, just down yeah. the street. From where we're at. And also, I live down the street from here as well. Yeah, before we got on air, Dino told me there used to be a lot of hookers on my block. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This building was not this building. It was completely different. Yeah, this building's new. It's like very new. Yeah, it's three years old. Yeah. So So anyways, I lived down the street and I worked down the street. And down the street from the Gower from uh Sunset and Gower where I worked, right across the street was a palladium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood Palladium. And if you go the other direction is there's um, KTLE Channel 5. There's another studios where they film soap operas. Yeah. And there used to be SIR studios where they where they had a lot of bands rehearsed, bands recorded. Mm-hmm. So working at the sandwich shop when I was 17 years old, I met a lot of people. I met all the guys in Motley Crue, Quiet Riot, mm-hmm. um, Megadeth, and oh, yeah. all these kinds of bands, right? So I was like, wow, I'm in my fucking, I'm in the perfect spot. Yeah. Right? So the guys in Megadeth walked in, and I'm like, I see Dave Mustaine. I'm like, <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I know who he is, mm-hmm. right? This is, this is right before their first album, after sure. he was out of Metallica, mm-hmm. right before his first album, Killing the Blood Business, whatever. And um, I was like, 
if I give him some free food, a free sandwich, maybe some free beer, I can ask him a bunch of questions. So I started picking his brain on how to become, you know, in trying try yeah. to get into the music industry. So I started picking his brain and blah, blah, blah. And from there, I just kind of like started to meet people, going to shows, mm-hmm. starting to meet a bunch of people. And pretty much that's how I got into the music industry. But wow. um, yeah. And I just started to meet a lot of people. And then I started meet, meeting people that worked at the record companies. Mm-hmm. And we started, we started, well, what does everybody, what does all the musicians like to do? They like to party. Yeah. Right. Yep. So we started to host parties for for like musicians and girls and people that we knew. Yeah. Yeah. So we started to host parties. So guys from Slayer would come to my house. Guys from uh, uh, Faith the More would sure. come over. Guys from Napalm Death, Carcass, and the list goes on. Right. We had we've hosted parties where all those people would be at our house. One member, two members, all members, all of them. So. Um, we just started to meet all those people, and then next thing you know, we fucking here we are in the music industry. But Tom Maria, you know, he's a big weed advocate. He likes to smoke weed, so my buddy would always sell him weed, mm-hmm. right? And he would sell him, you know, brick like a brick or a, or a big bag. So inside the big bag, he put a Fear Factory CD in there. <laughs> Right, so Tom Maria is like, yeah, we smoke somebody like, what the fuck is this? Oh shit! And he goes, that's Dino's band. Oh my god, Dino's Dino has a band. <laughs> Dino know how to band. Because that's Dino's band. Next, thing you know, like a couple years later, we're on tour with Slayer. Wow, yeah, that's fucking amazing. All because of that fucking CD with the weed in it. That's amazing. <laughs> Brilliant marketing. Brilliant marketing, exactly. Of all the venues around the world, where's your favorite venue to play? That's a hard one to answer because because we played a bazillion of them <laughs> that look the same, are the same. Um, with Metallica, we played some of the biggest, best venues every. You know, it's hard. It's hard to say which one. Uh, that's being cut in post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, hey. get it, get it, get it. We'll pause that. So. Um, I got some shows that I would like to tell people about. Oh, so definitely. We have a benefit show for uh, a friend of ours who's going through cancer, oh. who's battling cancer, and we're doing, uh, Asasino is doing a, um, a benefit show for him, and it's on September 9th, and it's at this place called the Five Star Bar, and it's 267 South Main Street, downtown LA. It's a cash-only bar, people, if you go. I've never been there. I've been there a couple times for shows. It's cash-only, so make sure to load up. With cash, <laughs> like stripper dollars, right? Make it rain on Dino. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're also playing the Mexico Knot Fest, Asesino, and that's on October twenty eighth. That's going to be cool. Awesome. Where's that show? It's in Mexico City. Well, outside of Mexico City, but you know Mexico. And awesome. then we have our Asesino Christmas show. December 16th at the Whiskey of Go-Go. Ooh. You guys are more than welcome okay. to come. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, you guys I'll are definitely invited. be there. I'll definitely and be there. we're going to be probably be putting midgets and piñatas and throw it out in the crowd. Oh my God, that's amazing. That'll be fucking awesome. <laughs> we'll put Annie in a piñata and throw her out. <laughs> I kidding. mean, you could Yeah, I don't. I don't want to lose my co-host. Like <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sure they'll... They won't return her. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Annie, where are you? Annie, no! And as far as Fear Factor stuff goes, we're pretty much on hiatus for right now. 
I'm working on my own solo record right now. Really? Okay. Yep. Really? Cool. Yep. You're going to be doing vocals on it too? Or? No. I can't sing more shit. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely either have one guest or a few guests. I'm okay. not sure. But I'm also um, doing a lot of the music. I'm, I'm sorry. Doing all the music. And of course, Damien's going to be engineering it. Nice. All of it. Nice. So Very cool. Yep. You're gonna do like a what Dave Grohl did with Probot, get all your favorite vocalists. That might be kind of cool, but but what happens if I want a tour? Yeah, it's a little hard. Yes, exactly. There's no way I can get everybody, so I might just have one guy or a couple guys. We'll see, or maybe girls. I don't know. There you go. That'd be kind of cool. Can you can you scream? I yeah. can I can sing, but I, screaming I've done it a couple times, but I don't know. I'm too very uh, self-critical. <laughs> Do you ever do karaoke? Yeah, I'm Filipino, man. You know, like I mean, that's right. It's like number one, your, your number one thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used to sing the national anthem at the football games when I was in high school, and I was like nerdy chick that like was very quiet and shit. And then they put me in here, fucking sing the national. So, anthem. how do you feel about the singer of um, Journey? Oh, he's Filipino, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. What? What about Manny Pacquiao? Manny Pacquiao. I used to box too. Pacquiao. 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 <laughs> That's how they say it. The first time I ever heard anything in Filipino was that we used to have, like I was telling you about the big parties that we would have, and our manager of the building was Filipino. Mm-hmm. And he always said, like, he would always say, Puto anima, puto anima, puto anima. Son of a bitches, son of a bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. always called son of a bitches because there'd be beer bottles everywhere. And, puto anima, puto anima, puto anima. That's funny. That's all I know. That's all That's I know. That's funny. Putanganamo. Uh. How do you say it? How, what's the, what's the way, best P- way to say it? Putanganamo. It's like motherfucker, fuck you, or, or like, son of a bitch. Or somebody, son of a bitch. Yeah, there's but so many say, different. Say like putanganamo. Say like a. Putanganamo. Hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> when did the show become educational? <laughs> I just wanted to hear it. We're teaching people languages. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I got to jump, guys. Thank you very much for having you on the podcast. You know, before you run, work in our. You know, listeners find you on social media. They know where to find me. Oh. <laughs> Just fucking type in my name. You'll find it. <laughs> Follow the poop stories. Uh, the shit show. <laughs> yeah, the God. shit show. Exactly. Follow the trail of poop. Yeah, there you go. Thanks so much for doing our show, Dino. Oh, um, you, you know, Dino Cazares, Twitter, Dino Cazares, Facebook. Everywhere. It's all over. Just put in my name. <laughs> You'll find it. Dino, thank you for doing the show. It's been a pleasure. DinoCazares.com. Hey, there you go. Dino go Cazar- see Dino live. It's fucking amazing. The nearest karaoke bar. Oh, real quick. Yep. What is what what is your number one karaoke song? Uh oof. <laughs> That's a hard one. You have um, to have some go-tos. Easiest one is Whip It from Devo. Oh shit. And whip it good. Yeah, exactly. You can rip it. I sing I sing anything. Rat, Dawkin, you name it. I'll sing it. Nice. Nice. Whatever. Fucking Frank Sinatra. I'll do it all. I mean I'd be good, but I think that's that's the fun of it. That is totally the fun of it. That is the fun yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will happily I can't sing for shit, but I will happily do karaoke anytime unless there's a motherfucker who can really sing. Once there's someone who's like actually belting shit out onto you know. I'm fucking done. No. Well, we we go to this bar uh, where they have karaoke on Thursdays and Sundays. And there's one guy comes in. He can fucking sing Pantera, Slipknot. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh. When he he comes in, I'm like, 
fucking get that shit, get those songs ready. He's got to do it. And he comes in, he just kills it. It's like gets the whole bar pumped. Oh, my God. Maybe and he does a really good post. job. Really, really good Damn. job. Maybe take him for the album. Maybe. I'm scouting. <laughs> hey, you hear that, folks? If you can sing, hit Dino up. He's the <laughs> now there he's going to get bombarded exactly. after this episode. Ends. I have I have been bombarded because I've mentioned something about that before. So, Like, listen to my mixtape, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My diss tape. Dino, it's been a pleasure. We're going to pause real quick, get Dino out of here, and then... Thank you very much. Right. Oh, you, the podcast still goes? How, how many hours is the podcast? One or two? two. We generally do two. Oh, I didn't it's know long, that. Yeah. yeah, we're in an hour 40 already, actually. Oh, really? Okay. So you got 20 minutes of more shit talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. That's that's the title. Shit talk. Shit talking shit show. <laughs> shit talk Literally. with Dino. All right, man. Thank you very much. So Dino has left the building. Mm-hmm. As I take a big gulp out of my fucking glass. <laughs> we tried to kidnap him. It didn't work so well. His wife no. came and got him. We were, trying to, we were actually trying to get his wife to come up here because it sounded like... She fucking uh, might have some interesting stories of her own. She quote on the phone said she had her own poop stories. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great. And I think he said this off air when we took a break for a minute that like, you know, he was kind of sharing some stuff with their wedding and all that. And I'm like, oh, my God, we have to get her up here right now. I want to hear this from her. And then ah, he had to leave. So they had to go take care of their puppy. They had to go take care of the doggy. She's important. So we don't want cruelty to animals. No. But Dino is totally down to do this again. Yeah, totally. He said he was going to get Burton C. Bell on also for us. So we'll probably we'll probably have him and him back. Yeah, we may end up with a whole Fear Factory, like the whole band in the studio. Yeah, that'd be amazing, actually. Holy fuck, that's going to be interesting to try and negotiate yeah, with that many fucking people. Yeah, because we don't have that many mics. <laughs> and, oh, we, can, uh, we can get up to six. No, I know we can get up to six, but it's it'll still be a clusterfuck. You know what I mean? Like, uh, shit. But it'll, be, it'll still be fun. Though. We'll, for you guys, we will make this shit happen. Oh, no, we could totally make it fucking happen for sure. So I think it's funny how I almost went to that show with you because I was supposed to go to that show with you. You the were. The teeth show. And then, because um, I think I was working. I was working and then I got really drunk at work. I think that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I remember now. Um, but yeah, it would have been fucking funny as fuck to have been there with you, but it doesn't matter because you ended up coming here anyways and we're all, you know, that was great. Yeah, to me randomly wearing a Fear Factory t-shirt. Yeah, dude. Like, what if you weren't wearing that? I would have been some other random dude backstage, probably wearing a Slayer shirt. And and yeah, like. Well, and the, we still may have struck up a conversation because he had just come from Slayer, so. Right, 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 right. But it worked out. Like, fucking everything came up Slayer and Cruise on this one. That's true. That's true. And I haven't I haven't seen that dude in five years. It's been five. No. Probably four because I met him five years ago, but I think the last time I saw him was probably like four four years ago. So, um, damn, small world man, kind of. The beauty of L.A. Yeah, L.A., L.A. His story, though, I, I found it very um, interesting how, you know, he came to L.A. when he was 17, was making sandwiches, fucking, um, and then the whole story with the, the Fear Factory CD in the weed, like... To Tom Araya from Slayer? Yeah, dude, like... What the fuck? <laughs> hey, take your opportunities when you can get them as the Seriously, most important lesson in life. Even as, as like ridiculous as it may sound, because you think about it, like, can you imagine, like, what was going through um, their minds when they were talking about that? Like, yeah, dude, just fucking put it in the weed, put it in the weed, you know what I mean? Like, and how maybe ridiculous they thought it might have been at the time. Like, no, nah, there's no way. He's just going to throw it out, whatever. But then, boom. 
hey, it's one of those things where you try it, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. But the, wor- the worst case is if it if it doesn't work out, then that's the worst case scenario for you. But if you at least give it a shot, you never know what's gonna fucking happen, man. And the world got Fear Factory out of it. Exactly. Like, what if he wouldn't have done that? Do you think there still would be a Fear Factory? Do you think there would still be a Fear Factory if they, he wouldn't have done that? I think so at some point, but who knows if they would have gotten as big, if they would have gotten signed to Roadrunner. And that's the one thing I really wish we could have gotten into it with Dino on is like his Roadrunner label mates. Because 90s Roadrunner is like my fucking jam. No that's shit. Sepultura. That is Typo Negative. Oh, yeah. Fear Typo Factory. Negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were so many acts from the demanufacturer era Machine Head at that point. Burn My Eyes mm-hmm. was a Roadrunner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are so many acts from like the early to mid 90s that came out on Roadrunner that are just like so influential to music I got into. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm super happy I didn't nerd out during this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I wonder if Slayer over here is going to fanboy out. (laughs) I cut my shit together. Uh, Yeah, you did. You did. You did. You did. It was cool. It was very, very cool. Um, Like really, really uh, excited for this episode to fucking go out for sure. Me too. I guess we should probably cut it before we get, you know. Before you get emotional. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just needed some meat. Oh. All that talk of Dino having girls shit on him just did something for me. This really was a shit show for sure. But I'll just repeat it real quick because, you know, we kind of chit-chatted for a little bit after that. But if you guys do want to find Dino online, a very easy Dino Cazares. Um, obviously, if you know Fear Factory, I'm sure you know where the fuck to find him online. You know what I'm saying? Um, Slayer, where can we find you? You can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, Matt Slayer on Snapchat. Watch me watch weird movies. Yeah, hell yeah. That's always exciting. Me, you can find me at Annie fucking Cruz on Twitter, at Annie Cruz on Instagram, Miss Annie Cruz on Facebook, um, AnnieCruz.com, AnnieFuckingCruz.com. Of course, you can find us at And Now We Drink on Twitter, at And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram, and of course, And Now We Drink.com. And if you're listening to this, you obviously found us somehow. So tell your friends, rate us five stars. Rate us, please. Give us some good ratings. We'll love you forever. Forever, forever. Forever, forever? Forever, forever. All right. We're going to knock back a couple more drinks, do a drunken pre roll. Deuces. Peace.